It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Yeah, man. But yeah, you'll get steamrolled like that, and I don't care how good of a box you are. Get a Muay Thai guy. If it's one-on-one, -on -one, you're probably going to keep it up. Yeah. One-on-two. And you could just get distracted for half yep. a second. Yep. I agree. You're probably going to end up on the ground. Or like Cecil teaches, like she'll see in August, you know, there's three ways you end up on the ground. Someone takes you down, you strip or fall, or you crash in, mm -hmm. and y'all both go down. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, there goes my, my stand-up game, if any of those happen. Yeah. So, and, you know, the point of Cecil's work is let's keep us take you to the ground when we want to, not yeah. on their terms. Yeah, yep. and, and your opponent always gets the vote when you go to the ground or when something happens. You've always got to uh, keep in mind that they're going to they can counter do whatever, or you know, where they have a puncher's chance and hit yeah. you just right, and, yep. or you just run into you, and you know now you're on the ground. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Today on the Distinguished Savage Podcast, Guy Schnitzler of DFW Defensive. Welcome to the Distinguished Savage Podcast. Welcome back to the show. And before we get to my interview with Guy, this episode of the Distinguished Savage Podcast is brought to you by powerful Alpha Omega Kydex holsters. Alpha Omega has a holster for any gun you may run, light laser extended 
barrel, custom prints and colors. If you have co-witness sights and run a red dot, Eric can build a holster to suit whatever spec you want. To get your very own Alpha Omega Kydex holster, go to alphaomegakydex.com, use the code SAVAGE at checkout, and save 15% for your fine ass on that next order. This episode is also brought to you by those awesome guys at Apostles Firearms Academy right here in Austin, Texas. Apostles has a wide array of courses, including private lessons, my tactical trauma med course. You can get more information by going to Apostle Firearms, Apostles Firearms Academy.com. Super solid dudes. Also brought to you by Active Carry Technologies for all your medical gear needs. Get yourself some medical gear and train with it for God's sake, kids. Active Carry has you covered. You can save 15% on your next order by going to ActiveCarryTech.com. Use the code SAVAGE15 at checkout. Now, goddamn, I'm super excited to put this episode out. Today on the show, Guy Schnitzler of DFW Defensive. I have been incredibly excited to put this one out, and Guy and I had an absolutely phenomenal conversation. We went down some amazing rabbit holes. If you aren't familiar with Guy, his pedigree is incredibly impressive. Instructor under Cecil Birch, uh, uh, he's a BJJ black belt. He's a federal air marshal currently assigned to training. The former Charlotte Mecklenburg police officer. He's a range master, master pistol instructor, part of the ShivWorks Collective, has countless hours of training in ShivWorks, edge weapons and shooting. And more interesting than all that, he is a lifelong learner and student one of the things I see doing this podcast and talking to folks like Guy is a common thread of this lifelong learning and the Socratic method of both learning and teaching. Something else that is incredibly impressive is also the recurring, recurring theme with these high performers is the concept of letting go of ego and emphasizing being a thinker above all else. Combatives and real world violence is a very different animal than, than sport martial arts. This is a subject that's not only fascinated me for some time now, but it's become more prevalent in each of these conversations I have with people who have made their life's work, the study of violence and how to better mitigate that, that extreme chaos. As you'll hear in this conversation, Guy is highly capable, but is also incredibly humble and gracious. I could have literally talked with him for hours. Also, I learned during the interview that Guy will be here in Austin in August to help Cecil teach the immediate action combatives course. Having the ability to learn from these two men, especially in one place, is an incredible opportunity. I have some observations, but I'll save them till the end of the, the show when after the interview is done, after you hear it. But huge thanks to Guy for his time and his incredible insights. So with no further ado, here is my conversation with the very awesome Guy Schnitzler. Guy Schnitzler. How are you, brother? I'm good, Walt. How are you, man? Good, man. I, damn, dude. I, I was telling you before we started, man, I am super excited to have you. I've been looking forward to this one, man, because we haven't had a chance to just, we talked a little bit back and forth, you know, on DM, but we haven't had a chance to sit down and talk and I haven't got to pick your brain. And I am super stoked about that, man. I am too looking forward to listening to your podcast for a while. I'm not sure who caused me to find it, but I found it. And it's like, okay, I've been listening to it for the last, I don't know, a year or so at least or whenever. Oh, and then, I appreciate that. Yeah. And then catching up and back back episodes and all that. I mean, you cost me money with cash because I need <laughs> one of his G10 tools and I'm looking at <laughs> you know, I need that one too. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, so. ca- cash, cash of Revenant Core is such a good dude, man. He was he uh way more awesome than I expected. I expected it to be awesome, but like we actually started right. talking like he and that's one of the things I want to talk to you about now we'll get around okay. to it, but like guys who are thinkers who think mm-hmm. deeper on things as opposed to just being married to a system or a technique or a anything, man, I want to get into that too, but right. some things I love cool. about Sounds cash haggard. Yeah, man, dude. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So let's start out with, because I was listening to Evosec. And so I got right. some questions that I don't, that 
are more personal to me that I want to dive down. Are you okay. from Are you from North Carolina originally? Uh, yes, <laughs> and I say that because uh, um, we moved there in '77. My mom's from North Carolina. Oh, I got she you. She grew up over there in Columbus County. If you're familiar yeah. with that part oh, of the yeah. state, yeah. So um, my dad was in construction. Um, commercial construction. Right. So like 77, the economy, we were in Tampa, the economy kind of dropped. We yeah. moved back up to Raleigh. Um, yeah. So I lived in Raleigh, Concord and Charlotte until I moved down to Texas in 2002. Nice. Because so, I'm, yeah. from, I'm from Hickory originally. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Love so, Hickory. Yeah, man. It's, it's, on the, it's on the up and coming too. Lenore is actually getting like almost up to Boone. Yep. They're getting a Google server farm out there oh, soon. Wow. And like, man. yeah, man, they're building all kinds. It's interesting how North Carolina's really come around with the tech side of things. And it's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Uh, well, you know, we had you have RTP in the Raleigh area between Raleigh, Durham, and Chapel, uh, Chapel Hill. And then, yeah. um, uh, oh, God, what was, just to a blank. There's a, a smaller and maybe larger now in the uh, Charlotte area, right out yeah. there by uh, UNC Charlotte. So Yeah. 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 And my nephew went to Queens university. Okay. Right? And so, mm-hmm. yeah, cause we, you know, we, he, uh, I think it was between that and UNC, he got a scholarship to Queens. And so, but it's just interesting, like more and more. And, uh, I tell you what's interesting. They're building a Bojangles here in Texas. Yes. I am so excited. <laughs> Actually, it's like 15 of them. Um, really? Yeah. They're one here in Dallas, but they're hitting here in Houston, the area. And I am like, Hurry up. Come on. <laughs> I know I, it's, it's, it's the best worst thing that could possibly happen to me. Cause mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, when I go back home, I'm like, there's two things I get. There's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be Bojangles and there's going to be liver mush. And I don't know okay. if liver mush has actually ever come up. Like, so liver mush is, is <laughs> some people are like, no. Right. But yeah. But, yeah I know. <laughs> and so when I grew up as a kid, right. We always called it mush. Cause we were, you know, like semi-rural North Carolina, you know? Right. And so uh-huh. I never put two and two together. My folks, fooled me i'm like this is some kind of sausage right and so if anybody yeah. knows what liver mush is it's uh i think up north mm-hmm. they call it scrapple and you can get it up you can get it here actually i just realized that heb yes. and you'll get the mm-hmm. heb reference right because i think those are mostly in texas uh-huh. but but you can get it there's yeah. a heb on slaughter in 35 in austin that you can get scrapple at but i haven't got it yet but i'm waiting uh-huh. for that bojangles it's going to be just <laughs> carnage you and me both that's like the First stop when we get to North Carolina. My, oh, always. My mom always. and now my dad, my mom and sisters live in this uh, in Bun, which is just northeast of Raleigh yeah. and yeah. Um, Wake Forest. So that's like the first thing. They'll pick me up at the airport. We'll drive and we stop at Bojangles all the way home, all the every, way to my mom's every house. time. Every, that every is, time. Yeah. And then for me, uh, being from the eastern side of North Carolina, it's uh, mm-hmm. North Carolina pulled pork. Man, that's pulled, that's a must-have. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Know, so. Every time. Mm-hmm. I, I will say there's a. There's a pull, there's a place, barbecue place here that does really good pulled pork. The sauce isn't, uh, it's not that vinegar based, Yeah, but, but it's not North Carolina pulled pork, but it's pretty damn close. And it's, which uh, place is that? It's called, it's all good. It's out towards, uh, or wait, okay. is it, it's all good barbecue. I think it's called, uh-huh. but it's going out towards Pernalis. If you know Austin at all, it's like it's going out to, going yeah. towards, um, uh, if you're going towards dripping Springs out that way. Okay. Out, if you go out towards the lake and all that, right okay, yeah. on the south side of 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 Austin, because it's all kind of split up. Because there's Lago Vista on one side, there's Pardonales on the other side. It's in Pardonales. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's yeah. It's, I don't I don't go to Austin that much because man, the traffic up here is bad enough. You go down there, it's like. <laughs> 
they are what they are on earth <laughs> they are so far behind the times on infrastructure here i think houston and dallas knew that they were going to be big and Austin tried to stay small for so long and now they're trying to catch up and it's just never going to happen yeah that's yeah that's always a revenue or a, a recipe for disaster same yeah. thing where i have i live this little town called double oak on the north uh, yeah. on the side of the metroplex uh, yeah about 12 miles south of denton and um it's like and it's for me it's a straight shot to the airport so i was going to the airport right. one morning 20 minutes at 7 20 no problem cool just seemed like the next week the same time of yeah. course you know you know how the mind plays tricks it was further it took me 40 minutes and i was yeah. like coming unglued and it's I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I it's know. It's time to go to somewhere a little I, less crowded. So I know, I know. How much more time you got in Dallas left now? I am eligible in September to retire. Oh, that's so yeah. Close. I'm, I'm. Let's see. I'm assigned to our training section right now, and mm-hmm. when that comes up, and I get my um my my day to go back to flying, it's probably when I put my packet in. And I got you. Retire. You. you know, this is my 29th year in law enforcement and I'm ready to do something else. Yeah. Actually, I want to work for myself. Really. I get that, man. That's exactly uh, where I'm at. I've you know, been uh, almost 30 years in EMS and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm ready to do something different. I got, you know, the podcast and like, you know, teaching, training, learning just to be, mm-hmm. just to not be beholden to somebody else. Exactly. And yeah. I'm just like, oh. I'm so close and it's, and I got the job I've wanted for years yeah, in, in law enforcement. And it's like, some days it's like it's a struggle to go to the yeah. office, <laughs> especially it, this close. It's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, every shift's an eternity now. Yeah, uh-huh. and then it. we uh, we were on co- the COVID protocols for two years. Oh, we just course. went back to regular, regular non-COVID protocols. And, yeah. But so it was, we come in, we do our training, and they wanted to clear out the office as soon as possible. Yeah. So we were done 11, 11 a.m or noon yeah. i was off and it's like you know just had to be available by phone so i'm like oh i can do this yeah and i was eight hour days i'm like this just sucks <laughs> <laughs> i get it man you know and, it. and i've got a good supervisor or, you know we can do what we need to do as long as everything else as long as our primary job is done right but it's still it's like man i just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Brother, <laughs> so, I get it. I get it, man. Mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. So you worked for uh Charlotte Mecklenburg police for a while too, right? Like yeah, 20... I was there for 10 years. Oh, 10 years. I got you. I got yeah, you. I was there uh, Charlotte 10 years. Well, just nine. Uh I started with them in November of 93. I left there um August of the 02 and mm-hmm. came down here. Uh took this job and been down here ever since and i, and I love texas so yeah, great. yeah same so texas has been good to me i can't complain yeah, i'll move back to north complain. carolina because my folks are getting older but right but I, yeah it's 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 a double-edged sword for sure man so mm-hmm. man charlotte is not an easy department to be on high crime rate a lot of <laughs> yes. um a lot of uh because you got the, the banking hub right you know when, mm-hmm. when b of a i don't know if they're still there or not but but then you've yes. got those certain crime areas and a lot of gang activity man that's that's got to be uh-huh. a tough uh that's a tough department to be on. Mm-hmm. I, I still got a really, really good friend that's um, he retired two, three years ago as a captain mm-hmm. from Charlotte. He ended up got stuck out at the airport having to clean up the airport police, and Oof. then they absorbed that into the the PD. He mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah," and he's like, he was so happy when he retired. It was the same thing. He's like, "This place is 
none. So he's got yeah. a nice, nice little place up on Lake Norman. You know, oh, that's nice. Community up there. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah. I've got a buddy, Gil Narvaez. Uh, he teaches way to Fortitude mm-hmm. Consulting. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. I think, what, 23 years, I think, on Charlotte. And he's like, he's getting Let's close. See. No, it's more. It's 26 ish. Oh, is it? I, yeah. Because I listened to that one with him and um, when you just. Uh, uh, um, Shit! Why, I just talked to him and yeah. his names off the top of my head. God yeah, <laughs> the one you just recently did with him and the and yeah. other gentleman, and um, took me a while. When, well, a couple of years ago on Facebook, uh, Gil started popping up Fortitude Cults and sold it. I'm like Charlotte, Charlotte. Took me a while. I think we were in um, uh, we had respo- our service areas like David resp- service area. And yeah. we had three response areas: David one, two, or three. I think it was a David one, but mm-hmm. I know of him and knew him. Mm-hmm. So he came on in 90, uh, 96, so three years after me. Uh, mm-hmm. So he was, what is, I think he said he had 26 years in. I think he's going to go to the end of this year. I'm yeah. trying to figure that out. I'm like, how did he come on after me? And yeah. then I realized his, he probably bought his military time back. Yeah, that's the way to do it. He was able man. to get out early. Yeah, yeah so. that's the way to do it, man. I tried to get on Charlotte Fire for forever, and they were not having my shit. I'm like, all right, well, I got to go somewhere <laughs> else then. I ended up here. Well, yeah, that's that's um funny a long time ago 32 years ago again one of uh one of the guys i worked with in charlotte who's there when i came on i guess he came on about 91 he had been a dallas pd officer oh and his wife was from the north carolina so he got on there and after about four or five years with charlotte he's like i'm done i'm out of here and he went over to cfd so mm-hmm. and it's just like interesting we had a lot of officers leave the police department go over to the fire department yeah, man, that's if you can get on at Charlotte Fire, man. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's like little FDNY down there, man. And it's just <laughs> but that's uh, every station's got their own shirt, their own logo. It's and I've I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've still got a couple of Charlotte Fire T-shirts from different stations. Nice. Yeah, man. Nice. So what I found interesting about you, and let's get into this a little bit, right? I okay. like that you are a thinker, right? Um, a, and. It's interesting because I start to see more and more of these high level guys. It's something else you mentioned too that I want to get into that okay. you um uh you got black belt in Sansu Kung Fu as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's really interesting because I've started hearing Sansu more and more and more. So I want to get around to that because that's okay. interesting because I've never trained it. Um, but I did a little bit of Wing Chun and that's pretty much it for my Kung Fu experience. But right. Let's get <laughs> let's let's talk about the thinking thing first because I gotta keep my shit in order. Okay. Right. Man, okay. What have you always been this open-minded to things? Have you always just been a, like that curious person, like the why guy? That's that's how I think. How, how did yeah, they- I'm always a why guy, and people hate it because I ask questions. Yeah, you start same. talking something, or people start telling me a story. Mm-hmm, but why you do this, or why this happened? Which was really great by asking why questions, or mm-hmm. you know, because they're open-ended. Yeah. You know, and then I really learned that as a police officer working with people, you know, I was just straight uniform, um, never investigations. That really wasn't my thing. I wanted to be out answering calls, do some bad right. guys, catch bad guys or people or um, get stories. And you're like, yeah, that's ain't right. And start asking why questions, those open ended yeah. questions. And, yeah. um, but no, uh, it took taking ECQC in 2006 mm. to wake my eyes up. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to get on that ground. I'm not going to, you know, I, I, by that time I had my, um, I had a black belt in Kip, Kashinru Kempo Karate. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm not going to the ground. Yeah. You know, I've been the same place. Andrew, and I got stuck in that. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu and wrestling. I'm like, oh, that sport. You know, I got yeah. stuck in that sport versus street context. Yeah. And, um, 
So moved down here, tried a couple places. One place was a ninjutsu place because they were talking mm-hmm. they were the you know the four ranges of physical combat. You know, long range, mm-hmm. mid range, close range. Mm-hmm. You know, punching, kicking, grappling, and then they had groundwork. So mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I need some groundwork. That that's what I'm interested. In. Went over there. It was okay. Um, a little bit of the code of the personality with the uh, the, the instructor. Yeah, I could see that. I've, I've and, been in the same situation. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, this ain't working for me. And this is probably about 03. Um, Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Came back. I was here. I was in Texas. Uh, we had what we called our phase two. Mm. People that don't know, I'm a federal air marshal. Been doing that for yeah. 20 years. So I'm going to just go ahead and throw that out there. Right. Get that done. And, um, and went to our phase two, which was um, uh, FAM-specific training. Mm. And that was everything we would do on an aircraft and all the laws above and all that. Mm-hmm. And I came back and I'm like, one of our instructors had been, um, he was a fan, but he had been with a uh, Plano PD and SWAT and he was uh-huh. still before that in the nineties. Uh-huh. And he was a big, uh, jujitsu guy, Brazilian yeah. jujitsu guy came back, talked to him. I'm like, yeah, I said, okay. Sort of like Cecil talks about, I gradually went over to start training BJJ. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Then um ended up we we have squads at work. So ended up they rotate the squads every few years, supposedly mm-hmm. to keep everybody fresh and you fly with everybody and work with everybody. Ended up with two guys on my team that were training with Ron Van Browning, who's a grandmaster yeah. of Sun Tzu. Yeah. So I went over there and more so than Sun Tzu, I got into boxing. And mm-hmm. that and then I I, was, I already knew about Craig South Nark through the old self defense forms. Yeah, same. Same. That's where I first came from. So I mean, like for four years, I'm like I'm trying to get there, trying to get there, trying to get a class with him yep. after he started open his open enrollment. Good. Um, so I was boxing, had done a little jujitsu about a year and a half of jujitsu, and, and uh, go take ECQC, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's 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 yeah. That took the blinders off. That got me out of the. Um, the street versus sports mentality and really yeah. you know it was what i was looking for because i had read um colonel rex applegate's book 
Yeah. yeah yes. Back in the phenomenal. 90s. And it's like, this is the stuff, you know, that's the kind of stuff I was looking for. The zero to five foot, the weapons based grappling, you know, that to mm-hmm. me is what I was looking for. And it showed me the importance of, yes, you need a striking system. Yes, you need grappling and clinch work mm-hmm. and be able to control. And so, yeah, that was, uh, that's what woke me up and made me took where I was a wide guy from just work and anything else and put it into the combatives aspect. Yeah. So that's how I ended up there. And um, like I said, uh, I don't, I've got to the point. I'm kind of hesitant to mention the number of hours I've got with Craig yeah. uh, alone. <laughs> right. Trading with him over the last 16 years. I, uh, last couple of years I've been over the AI forum. Yeah. But uh, I think last count I was at over 328, three, 320 hours yeah. of training with Craig. That's amazing. You know, over the last 16 years. So. Man, it's it's so fascinating on a couple of levels, right? Because because you see a lot of these guys like Cecil, um, Cliff Byerly from Hill Country, Craig. Like you see this, I love that collective idea because they they really they talk with one another, right? They like, hey, what about this? Help this, you know? What I mean, like, and and you're now part of that. So you're, I mean, you're basically part of that collective. I think we all kind of become <laughs> that alumni slash collective because yes. it really yes. you really start to philosophize i guess or look for those methodologies that really really work the interesting thing about the same right. sue to me was so um my friend patrick odell that comes down from utah and mm-hmm. does the master defense stuff he he's also a sansu guy and initially okay. and he was a he was a d1 wrestler also a crop oh, black nice. belt but he really he, he's that open-minded like hey you know tools in a toolbox are good right but these mm-hmm. concepts especially with clinch work stuff like that i think clinch work goes highly underrated and one of the things and you know this for a fact right what cecil talks about and i you know like we, i stand on the shoulders of giants right i just repeat what i hear because it makes so much sense it's like, exactly with yeah. cecil's like fix your feet fix your hips right and then mm-hmm. that really allows you a lot more control you know and like and you're right man that clinch work and that wrestling is so much mm-hmm. of a stronger position and base than your know, striking is great right but in close and tight especially in close you know small and you know enclosed environments especially if you want to access a weapon or make space with a weapon mm-hmm. that's going to be your go-to and i think that goes it's it's you know, until like you experience it like with with craig or cecil or cliff or you mm-hmm. like i don't think you can appreciate how important that wrestling is until man oh yeah you, you have to have it and i uh of all the things i probably will never forgive my mother for in my <laughs> life and sort of taking me to the community center when we were living in Florida at that time mm-hmm. in Tampa to sign me up for judo. And she goes there and she watches. And I remember rocking because I really don't know, but you know, I'm like, okay, this looks cool, but yeah. okay, I'm five. What do I know? She goes, yeah, oh, that's just wrestling. Let's go mm-hmm. and sign you up for trampoline. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, now I look back on that when I really, you know, what was that? 30, 06, I was, um, I was 30. Six thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. When I started training with Greg, really started picking up uh, the combat sports as uh, the importance of the combat sports. Yeah, as a training methodology, as using it as your base. Yeah, and it's like I reflected on that. I'm like, man, I don't know if I can re- forgive my mom for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, if if I had, I, I just think about like if I'd gotten in on that whole like the Gracie jujitsu back when it first really became the form. I was like, no, uh-huh. man, you don't let it go to the ground. You just, you know, you're striking. And cause I was a traditional, yeah. like Shotokan, Kaikoshinkai, mm-hmm. boxing, and then later Muay Thai, yeah. you know, and, and Muay Thai was probably the most germane really, but 
Right. Know, well, the boxing too, right? Because I mean, it's just that practicing over and over those, you know, ain't nothing new in boxing. It's just how well you can no. do it. But you know, right. Like, exactly. I was like, ah, you still let it go to the ground. And I'm like, and then you get your ass handed to you, right? You've got nothing for somebody who's a grappler. And you're like, maybe I need to rethink my game. Yes. And this, that was, and I remember talking to a guy, uh, um, we did a trip to Honolulu. This was about 04. Mm-hmm. No, it was 03. And we're talking, he had training with the same guy at work and he, and he had the revelation faster than I did. And he was talking about, I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not going to the ground. Yeah. I'm going to keep this up and you know, being ignorant. Then started training a little jujitsu and then Craig with Craig. And I'm like, yeah, especially when someone, you know, my first CCQ state had Farrell Munson show up on Sunday. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Farrell, he's probably about six two. Um, he's got a longer wingspan than he should. So it's, you know, <laughs> his, his arms, his fingertips are at or below his knees. Big guy, great guy. Yeah. But I was, uh, I was doing a two on one stand up, <clears throat> working the muck and, and keep trying to keep them off. And, and mm-hmm. to me, I was talking to Farrell, looked at the other guy back and forth, telling him to keep yeah. back, blah, blah. And I looked at the other guy, he was an American Airline pilot, and it was like like a quarter of a second. Yeah, see, uh, Farrell came and hit me like a Mack truck. <laughs> and it was on. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And then it was like, yeah, no, okay. And yeah. went in, that, in the debrief or the AAR after Farrell says, yeah, you looked away for a long time. I'm like, it was like, I looked here, I looked there, and boom. Yeah, <laughs> I'm boom. Like, oh, okay. And you learn, you learn, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah, man. But yeah, yeah. you'll get steamrolled like that. And I don't care how good of a box you are. I get a tie guy. If it's one on one, you're probably going to keep it up. Yeah. One on two. And you can just get distracted for half yep. a second. Yep. I agree. You're probably going to end up on the ground. Or like Cecil teaches, like she'll see in August, you know, there's three ways you end up on the ground. Someone takes you down, you strip or fall, or you crash in mm-hmm. and y'all both go down. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, there goes my my stand up game. If any of those happen, yeah. So, and you know, the point of Cecil's work is let's keep this take you to the ground when we want to, not yeah. on their terms. You know, yeah. And and your opponent always gets the vote when you go to the ground or when something happens. You've always got to uh, keep in mind that they're going to they can counter do whatever or you know where they have a puncher's chance and hit yeah. you just right. And yep. or you just run into you and you know now you're on the ground yeah okay cool so and you see that on instagram a lot you know i think i saw some mm-hmm. lady um uh large black lady and she she was using jeff thompson's fence right kept this guy at bay, uh-huh. and then the big roundhouse right on the button he's out right and i'm like that's mm-hmm. you know it's just it's interesting she, I mean, obviously I, mean, I, I doubt she has any training she doesn't you know like i don't know but you know, but right. it's just like that. It's interesting. You start to see some of these things at work because you know I use um, with the stuff that we teach our cadets in EMS. Mm-hmm. I used uh, right. I use either the fence or the you know Craig's compressed fence. I use a lot right. of the muck, you know, the managing unknown contact stuff, and mm-hmm. I teach some of that too. To uh, like I've been teaching these um, like more the situational awareness aspect, not the right. not the physical aspects to some ER staff lately. You right. know, and I'm like, and and that muck stuff, you know, and I'm like, and I always give. I'm like, hey, look. I wish I'd have thought of this. This is Craig Douglas's stuff. I always cite my sources because I'm like, you know, I said, we stand on right. the shoulders of giants, but you know, cause exactly. it, but it's just amazing. Like you, you see something that works and you understand the methodology of it. And, and you start to understand more and more, like, especially the Greco Roman aspect of, mm-hmm. cause I'm like, ah, wrestling jujitsu's, you know, like, cause I was a jujitsu guy for a while, but then you start to understand how much of wrestling, right. Is so much more germane, especially standing. Right. Cause, uh, yes. 
That reminds me, because um, I, I don't want to forget before we get going forward, right? Uh, you were at a Machado school, Carlos Machado, right, in, in Dallas? Yes, I am. Um, yeah. So what's um, interesting is like, I don't think people realize how much of a Machado area Dallas is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's just interesting. It's right? So, huge here. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it, it's like, I'm trying to think. I really got, got three, four schools within 10 miles of where I'm right now that I yeah. know of. And um, well, let's see, one, two, three, four, four, three are Machados. And then we have uh, Famigo. We have double five jujitsu mm-hmm. right here. I mean, like three miles from my house. Yeah, uh, he wasn't there when I started training with. Uh, yeah, I started training with Brad Scott, who is uh, Professor Brad Scott, who is uh, the director of training for the Carlos mm-hmm. Machado affiliation, mm-hmm. and um, he was sort of a, a say a Ronin. He was a Machado yeah. black belt, but he wasn't at the time. I started training with him, really affiliated with anybody. Mm-hmm. So I trained with him four or five years, and then um, Carlos and Lindsay Machado asked him to be the director of training and their head of training, and all that. So he became a Machado black belt. I continued to do my privates with him. And you know, then at the end of 19, he's like, yeah, you know, you want your black belt. You need to join the affiliation. I'm like, cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I can't right. wait. Cause it's like, for like two years, I'm going over the, the Machado, Carlos and Master Machado's gym and using, you know, for privates at all. And, and I'll yeah. pay a drop in fee on occasionally. And um, I'm like, I can't wait to get that, uh, get that talk. But yes, we're, we're uh, Heavily influenced Machado area. Yeah, Machado it's area, it's really so. interesting because one of the best mm-hmm. stories I've heard about that is uh, Chief James Pearson is retired now. He's Henderson Police Chief. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys that likes again, like you, like he dabbles in a little bit of everything. And one of the mm-hmm. best stories he ever told is he met Carlos Machado when he was teaching. He taught at um, DPS in Austin for a little bit, but then he mm-hmm. saw, went up to Dallas because Henderson's not far from there. And and he's right. like one of the best things I ever saw was Carlos Machado rolling with some high level guy and just destroying him and having a conversation at the same time about what they were going to have for lunch. <laughs> he's just like, it just yeah. like, blew my mind. Master Machado is, is otherworldly. I mean, if we got a yeah. Jedi in any of this, Master Machado is there. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I rolled with him a couple of times and it's just like countered everything and talking, like you said, talking regular, boom, do this, boom, <laughs> the like, conversation, like it's, ah, <laughs> you know set you up for stuff while he's talking to you like it's yep. nothing and you're like huh how do you get that choke <laughs> yeah I so yes yes he's otherworldly on this yeah. so. it's i would love to meet him i would love to meet jean jacques machado man it's just, it's their lineage is so um it's interesting because i mean if you're in jujitsu circles you hear about it right but right. they just seem like just such solid humble just go about their bit quiet professionals, mm-hmm. sort of that thing. And they're just like, yes. just do what we do. And it's just, they've always seemed so affable. Whenever I've seen them, I've heard them talk, right. It's just, they're always so affable. So mm-hmm. just, they have that calming presence. And I love that. I love that. He's uh, yeah. He's just so relaxed on everything. And it's just great when he's there, he's there at the gym a lot. Cause uh, train, well, I train at headquarters. Yeah. The master Machado is in there. Um, Speaking of John Jack and Master Machado, Carlos Machado, the brothers are doing a, uh, a camp, I guess, for lack of a better word, a seminar June 16th, 17th, 18th. Damn it. Yeah, I oh, know. It's amazing. <laughs> the five brothers are going to be back together there. So, Oh, my God. Uh, yes, all five Gosh, of them will be there. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's one of the things I love about jujitsu, though, is like you still can train with these, the, 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 you know, these, uh, what it looks like the, the guys who have really formed what is jujitsu today right the, yeah, the, the grand, founding the fathers. fathers the founding fathers yeah. yeah yes 
Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, oh, I and I, I regret this. You know, mom didn't put me in judo at five, but in '97 I took a Hickson Gracie seminar. Oh shit, that'd be amazing yeah, too. Yeah, and then this was it was in Charlotte. It was there at um, um, Central Piedmont Community College there in Charlotte. Oh yeah, yeah, and then Herman Carmichael who had was a blue belt under him and brought him in for the seminar. So Robert let me come in on a, I ended up uh, working off duty security on, on a couple of days of it and taking notes and yeah, but I still stuck in that street sport mentality. Yeah, I get that. And it's just like, man, if I kept in that in 97, <laughs> oh, I, know, man. I know I wish I, if I'd have wrestled in high school, if I would have started uh-huh. jujitsu earlier, you know, like I was like, ah, no, I'm going to show the con this action. <laughs> Oh, that was my, yeah, that was my idea. Okay, I'm a Kimpo, I'm good. And then, yeah. you know, I look back on it after I boxed for a while. I'm like, ah, oh, man, we sparred. Our, our boxing, our, 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 yeah, yeah. Our, our sparring was just ugly kickboxing and ugly box. Yeah. 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 It's just I, like, oh, how, how ignorant was I? <laughs> yeah, man. Cause you get in with a solid boxer and, you know, you got a little kickboxing, even if you're throwing kicks. Their ability to angle on you. And that's one of the things I think I miss. And I, I, I don't think that traditional martial arts really gets to enough. But I mean, my my time is limited because I did some Goju-Ru when I was in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, which I actually was a little more. But like those angles that you get in boxing, right? Mm-hmm. And the slips and the parries and just the basics of, of boxing are so effective. Right. You know, you just got to have a, if you have a solid grasp of a, of a good, you know, a good cross right. Or, or you got a good body shot, mm-hmm. <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, yeah. Haven't been knocked out twice. Yeah. <laughs> one was a really good knockout. Actually, it was a, it was a Muay Thai guy I was sparring uh, when I did my uh, black belt test in Sansu, mm-hmm. and we're sparring. And uh, I knew it. Well, when I came to, I knew exactly what we got. It was a left leg kick, lead kick, boom, side yeah. of the head, side of the neck. But I didn't go down. That's interesting. My uh, but my coach at the time had me doing when we were boxing. If we get hard, just start shaking it off, get in, yeah. start clenching and, and working inside boxing. Yeah. And he said, that's what I did. I mean, I mean, this was early in the round, like in the first 30 seconds. Boom. Mm-hmm. And I miss, I'm still missing parts of that day, 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean, like, flashes. Every, I'll think about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I kind of been moving in and circling and keeping tight. And, but it's just enough to like. Or is that a dream? Did I, did I dream me that? Or is yeah. that what I did? I, I don't know. <laughs> but I remember coming coming to, standing up against the uh, wall, you know, dividing the 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 um, the mat from the the people who want to watch yeah. and um, the spectators. And it's like my, I just slowly was looking like two, through two straws. And they just right. slowly opened up back into <laughs> uh, the whole room back to sight. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> right? So. Yeah. Um, yeah. All of this, you know, the main thing on it is jujitsu, boxing, kickboxing is learning to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. that's the main thing. And, you know, that translates so much into the rest of our lives. It really, know? yeah, man, it really, really does. That's, and it's one of the things that's tough. I mean, you probably know because well, you teach, you, you, you do the defensive tactics for air marshals, correct? Or not? Yes. Part of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I do that for our field office. If you get people like we have cadets coming in, especially if we have females who one females always seem to learn quicker and better mm-hmm. because they're more, but they're not used to that close proximity or that they always want to create too much space. Right. Right. And so it's tough when we, cause we do GST and spear right now, mm-hmm. but um, we, 
it's it's tough getting people who have never done any kind of grappling like to to take away that space as opposed to creating so much space so they, right. they have to move around and especially mm-hmm. i mean uh so me and my training partner uh andre thompson because he was andre. the first one yeah andre's a good dude yeah man. yeah he's great he came down for um when i hosted cecil last yeah year. yeah 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 he came yeah. down that for that so and andre's on a wide yeah he's another why guy too which is amazing mm-hmm. um but and that's how actually i got introduced to cecil Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, as a matter of yeah. fact, right? was through Andre. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he and I have really adopted so much of the ECQC to the back of the ambulance. Right with the uh-huh. two with somebody's on a stretcher, the two on one going across, but it's getting people to come in tight and close mm-hmm. and be able to control. You know, if they've never done any grappling, I get one day with them. Yeah. I get eight. I get eight hours. Well, I get two hours of lecture and then six hours of 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 you know didactics, and it's and there needs to be more. Obviously, just like any yeah. combatives program, you know what I mean, or any mm-hmm. DT program. Like it, I wish it was more, but like at least we get that because there's not only like EMS systems doing right. what we do. There's nobody doing what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, then again, it's just that, you know, it's Andre and I, um, Will Adams, he's a Paragon uh, black belt now. Right. So right. we have a solid group of guys and we do a little bit of Krav. One of our guys is a black belt in Krav on our tactical medics. So I think we've got a program that's really interesting, but it's in just six hours. It's so tough to mm-hmm. give them even like the little basics, you know, but that's, that's one of the things that I've really taken away. And maybe you can speak to this is like some of the stuff that I've not even trained with Cecil, but picked up, you know, by you know more through andre than anything is like right you know, fix your feet you gotta fix your hips and, it, and and that's for spear as well right if you don't fix your mm-hmm. feet and fix your hips and get in that position where you can leverage back into a solid position right it's i mean it's only going to be more amazing after august right because i'll start incorporating some of that oh you're gonna love it because it's great and the thing um and you said you took a uh, acqc back what December uh, first, back in first december weekend? yeah 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 Craig, just because of all the material he's trying to cover in that weekend, you get mm-hmm. introduced to um, the default. Yeah. You'll be real good by the default by the end of uh, Cecil's weekend because you do a lot. Yeah, uh, the you default a lot, position. A lot of rep, yes. Yeah. Uh, and he also will have you do it under cognitive overload. Nice. Um, so very, uh, why questions again? 
not and not just why, but so you met your significant other. Where'd you go on the first day? Everybody can spit that out. Right. So if, uh, let's get deep. Where'd you take her on the fourth date? Mm. And everybody pauses and thinks, and that's when you hit them. And, yeah. and you know, that's what we're looking for. You know, I, I look to see, watch when their eyes shift to think, when they go to yeah. access their memory. Yep. Boom, hit them. And they're like, ah. And, and you can do it with the questions or, you know, what Cecil likes to do is uh, start with the eyes closed. Mm-hmm. The partner comes around and, um, and it's always funny when you watch because everybody they'll start there, they'll relax. And about five, 10 seconds, you see them start tensing up and leaning in, getting ready mm-hmm. to, <laughs> to, yeah. to fall and drop and lower their weight. So you kind of mm-hmm. wait and then you give them a little shove and, you know, they open their you know, open eyes to fall and then drive in. Yeah. Yeah, uh, when you do it that way, then they have to find the bad guy, the bad guy, and, and yeah. default and drive. Um, yeah. A cool thing about that, we got um, when I came in as trainer, took over from the old defensive tactics instructor at the office. I introduced default right off the bat mm-hmm. uh, right. to everybody in the office. You know, like this is number one. This is why. And it was like people who were still kind of interested in training loved it. They're like, "This is great. Why were we had it years? It's so simple, makes so much yeah. sense." You know, and then from there, he's like, he was teaching the crew member self-defense um, for American Airlines. We've been going over there for the last four or five years, teaching their new higher flight attendants, mm-hmm. crew member self-defense. Oh, nice. And um, we normally the class is four hours and then, but we've had to will it down to two. Yeah. yeah. And part of it was they were teaching traditional martial art blocks and mm. covers so they throw a jab where you step mm-hmm. offline, block, grab, start striking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when's the last time on you? You went home, you flew back to North Carolina recently, right? Yeah, what's mm-hmm. now about 20 inches? Yeah, step offline on that, yeah, 45 degrees, step in offline and block, not gonna work. And then, if you look at how combat, combat, combat sports strikers strike, it's not just one, leave it out there, you mm-hmm. jab in and out, in and out, and then comes the cross, or you mm-hmm. know, however you want to throw it. Or you don't know where it's coming from. More, yeah. more importantly, you, we don't know how someone's going to hit us. And yeah. We ask the flight attendant, so there, how, the, how, how do you know he's going to? I mean, he's going to throw that lead. Oh, the way he's standing, this that, uh, nah, because I just told him how I want him to throw it. Yeah. On the street, we don't know what they're going to throw. Yeah. Because try and you know, if you box, you, you catch hands, you check hands, parry, head move it. You know, mm-hmm. duck and weave, bob and weave, slip. You know, stepping off. That's great. If you have the time to train that and it takes yeah. hours but mm-hmm. the default we take it and we drive it home and demonstrate it drive it home and then we work the daylights out of them in about 25 minutes they get yeah. 50 to 100 reps because that's I amazing because we're generally running 50 plus students in these blocks yeah and i go in there and so everybody gets personal attention because i'll walk around and fault check every one of them and make right. sure we got right, getting everything right where your hand goes, where's your elbow, you know, get that elbow in front of your nose, all that, get tight, oh, ratchet huge. it down. And then we tell them, you know, this is, and you ask them how many, who's going to go home and train this? Yeah. For five minutes a day, two, three hands coming up. We're like, no, you're not. Yeah. yeah well, no, no, let's be honest. That's a lot. I did it because I, I'm, a, I'm a nerd for this. Stuff, That's, same. So. That's exactly what I was thinking. So I did that. Um, <laughs> I can't tell you many when after learning Craig's draw strokes that I put my head on a wall with a drive mm-hmm. practice gun yep. and drew to two yep. every night for months just to hone it in. So yeah, I'm a nerd on this stuff. So I will do Damn. that, but they won't, but 
let's practice in the dead spaces, mm-hmm. like Cecil says and other instructors said, practice in the dead space. So this is great. I was asking this at the office one day, yeah, you know, or tell them how to do it. Go practice while you're, 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 you know, you're getting ready for your shower. That gets mm-hmm. you five to 10 reps. Yeah. I get in the back, so raise his hand. Yeah. Well, I have a take us what get out. <laughs> I don't get out. Like, really? Okay. Pretend you have an old fashioned hot water heater. Right. And, and do five or 10 reps a day. I mean, you know, yeah. by the end of if you do 10 reps a day, visualize somebody swinging on you, mm-hmm. and you, you default, drop your lower your weight as much as best as you can and drive. You do 10 of those a day. That's 3,650 reps in a year. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you visualize somebody swinging and we teach the flight attendants, the, the four primary pre-assault, pre-assault indicators that Craig teaches. Mm-hmm. So we go through that and like, you know, we never know when someone's going to hit us. That's yeah. the, the, the downside of being, doing this. Yeah. Because you get, you deal with someone hostile. We don't know when they're going to hit us. Mm-hmm. You know, boxing ring, we know. Yeah. So we give them the pre-assault indicators. Now don't default and drive. If someone wins. Yeah, I mean, you know, probably like, but you got grooming, you get the target glance in, the hard glances left, right, and rear. Yep. And if they carry a weapon off, out the plane, you can probably see some bird of hand gesture to they're like, oh, I don't have anything. Yeah. And then the setting of the weight, and that's really hard one on a plane because turbulence and anything like that. But mm-hmm. you start stringing those together, you get two, three of those, and someone's hostile with you. Yep. We defeat yep. them default to drive. Just make an attachment. You know, we try to go in bear hug, gable grip, mm-hmm. S grip, whatever grip, just and call for help. Because yeah. for them, hopefully, they only have to be there three to five seconds. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know, you get in tight on someone. This isn't going to hurt you mm-hmm. three to five seconds. Five minutes, that's going to get old. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, water culture. Absolutely. You know, the first hundred might not bother you, but when you get to 1,001, right. they're not going to have to stand there that long. Yeah. Get in, get tight, get chance. You can get that what the fuck on them, that first what the fuck. Yep. Yeah. Defaulting. You drive in, make a body attack. There's a good chance you can hit that WD, the second WTF. Well, you just mm-hmm. won that fight because yep. you just reset them. Yep. Because people aren't used to that. Yeah. We're, we're creatures of pattern. So that's the whole thing, you know, right? Craig teaches with, uh, with, with mucking, stepping off line in that mm-hmm. arc. Yeah. The three or the three or nine because. That's at a pattern for humans. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, God mm. damn it. All right. Speaking about, <laughs> speaking about soul right now. So, so when, so Andre did EWO before I did ECQC, mm-hmm. right? And so then he, but right after he came back from, from um, immediate action combatives with you and Cecil, he, he was like, Hey man, I got an idea and let's try this out. Because we had about a year before that, we'd got, we got in the back of the ambulance one day in August of all times. Right? And we tried to figure out, we put on headgear and MMA gloves and we tried to figure out what are the most dangerous spots? How do we get out of them? How do you keep, how do you control somebody? Mm-hmm. And one of the things there's that captain's chair that's above at the head of the stretcher. Okay. Right. And a lot of, a lot of medics will sit there because they feel like it's a safer position. You're behind the patient. They can't mm-hmm. see you. Right. Mm-hmm. But we realized that's a hole that they, like when you, cause usually you get up in the ambulance and you stand where that captain's chair is and you like sort of invite them to sit on the stretcher. Right. Right. And so we had this moment where we realized like once Andre pushed me down into that captain's chair, I'm in this hole. Right. So he's like, mm-hmm. I got an idea with this man. So what we did is we took that. I say, I would say we, but Andre's like, I want to try something. So what we did is, so I, he's like, Hey man, come in and we're going to do it. 
you're going to shove me into the into the captain's chair and just going to start raining blows on me. I'm like, oh, all right, because he's, <laughs> he's got headgear on and we got MMA gloves on. I'm like, he's like, he's, but I want you to really, you know, he's about 50%, right? You know, I'm like, all right. So I shove him down in there hard and he goes straight into default position. And it's really interesting because we totally uh, made a, like a schematic for it, a rubric, right? So he, he went to default position. I'm just lacing into him. He, so he like squatted down. So he got like straightened his back out, mm-hmm. like indexed on where my hips were. And he shot straight into me as he, you know, as his hands came forward, he pulled my leg, just like a double leg and just nice. slam me into this chair. Like I didn't even know, like, and you, and what he does is once you lower your body position, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Cause he fixes his feet first, right. He spreads mm-hmm. his legs out wide. He can index on my hips while he's in default. Cause he can see where my hips are. Right. And his shoulder just came in my midsection and like, and, and there's nothing I can do to stop it. Uh-uh. There's nothing. And I was just like, wow, I was like, what was that? He's like, well, I got this thing, you know, like, so we, awesome. and we, I just, we just had two days with the cadets. I just, I teach him that exact same thing. Man. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's getting them to do the correct default <laughs> position first. I'm like, look, all right, let's practice this about 20 times. Right. And, and so we have an action shelf to the left, right. Because the way mm-hmm. every ambulance is set up. I'm like, right. don't look to the left because you're going to hit your head. We had one cadet who's a really nice kid, but I'm like, if you look to the left, you're going to bang your head on this thing. And he was like, <laughs> Dude, you're so right. But if you look to the right, plus you can see the whole ambulance from there, right? You can see, right? Once you, and it's, there's no stopping that, right? If you come with just a little bit of force and power, I had this girl, she was maybe 110 pounds. And I was like, look, I'm, I'm about two, 215, 218 on a, you know, on a, on a, on a solid date. But I said, <laughs> but I, I go, I want you to have confidence in this. Right. So I'm going to shove you in the seat and I want you to get, get a little aggravated with me. Right. And she's like, cause she was one of those, she's, she's like, I just don't know how to hit people. I'm like, okay, cool. Don't have and, to. and so I was just yeah. like, I was like, fuck you, bitch. And I was like, Boom. And I slammed her in and she came into me so hard. Right. And I was like, yes, that's it. She's like, did I hurt you? I'm like, you should have right it's amazing i go but i want you to understand you know like it's i want you to know what you can do not what i can you know what i can what i can you know like i don't want to show you what i can do i want to show you what you're capable of mm-hmm. man that default position into that is such a strong position i'm i'm super excited for august man oh it's gonna be great it's gonna be great it's um you're gonna love it you're gonna enjoy the material uh i had uh we got talking and uh he did the first uh cecil got talking to cecil into 20 Mm-hmm. Well, we missed 20. So I hosted him from 11 to 20, it's 21. This year, we instead of coming up to Dallas, he went to Mead Hall Range up in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. But we got talking. He says, like, I, I need more time. Cool. I don't, I, I Friday night. He's like, do you think so? And I'm like, yeah, how are you going to get everything in? You need to get yeah. in. You know, because and, and he does the grounded portion first because that you grind. That's a lot mm-hmm. of work yeah. uh, on Friday night and Saturday. And we, we added the Friday night, the four hour block, three hour block on Friday night. To get a material and it just flows so much better now so you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna have fun you're gonna love it i, mm-hmm. I guarantee it so i am super excited man i i feel like i had a little bit of a of a cheat code when i did craig's mm-hmm. class because i got with uh cliff beforehand went down <laughs> to kerrville and especially for the ground grappling part right with the guns right because i already knew like i need to either lasso or spider guard that gun out of hand right and but man I, you mentioned cliff on the thing and you're you're so spot on you always learn something from cliff mm-hmm. i've picked up some amazing things one of the best things he ever said and i have completely stolen it is anything's a weapon if you hold it right yes <laughs> like God, it is so true uh-huh. you know i, I kind of always laughed about the caliber day, debates over the last 
25, 30 years. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but everybody wants this or that, but Hey, I, I got this 22 revolver. You want to stand in front and let me shoot them? Shoot yeah. you? Oh no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that answers the question right there. Yeah. Is it the best? No, but yeah, Cliff is, Oh my God. He has probably one of the best coaches eyes. He picks yeah. up stuff. I agree. You know, I'm, I'm okay. I, I, I've got a lot of experience. Okay. And I'm still thinking and formulating. He's already acted. I'm like, I learned either, either technique wise or coaching wise from him. Yeah. Um, so he's right. And speaking of Cliff, you know, he's a fifth degree Sansu black belt under Jimmy. I Wilde. did not. Holy shit. I did not yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. He got I'm his uh, fifth degree from Jimmy out in California when he was uh, with recon and all that. That so. is fascinating, mm-hmm. man. It's interesting how that, um, cause I, I, before I, this morning, I texted my friend Patrick Odell. I'm like, hey, man, you did San, you're black belt Sansu. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's interesting. I see some of these guys with these same traits because Patrick is, is very open as well. He's not married to a dogma. Nope. He's like, I want to know what works, right? I want to know what works for my for my attributes, not, you know, because one of my things, so it's like, I, I, I'm a 10th planet guy. I love a lot of that. But some of it, I'm just not flexible or I'm not you know i don't have the physical attributes for it some of it like the half guard game was revolutionary for me mm-hmm. right because i do have strong shorter legs right i'm more right. of a power lifter style right. so that the half guard game is huge for me it was a game changer right but some of it's more physical attributes that i just don't have right and plus mm-hmm. like, i'm right. old as dirt i'm 57 now right so i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying yeah, to but i can't say i'm too old for this shit if you're here <laughs> <laughs> how old are you how old are you at? I'm 52. I'll be 53 next month. Yeah. So, um, right. So, yeah, man, it, those little yeah. injuries, those little things start to add up, though. And you're like, oh, <laughs> big injuries, but a titanium yeah. in the back, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. adds up. Nerve damage, foot that don't work. <laughs> hey, but, or ankle don't work. Know. But, you know, what's the choice? I can go work within, or we can go work within our, our, our ability. Yeah. Or, or, or literally, I know that if I didn't train and didn't work out and didn't teach, I'd be 300 plus pounds. Yeah. I like to eat. I like to eat. So that allows me to, you know, train, work out. I work out within my ability, my coach, Mm -hmm. and I'll be, I will be loyal to Brad. If he leaves the Matata's affiliation, I will go wherever he goes. Because when I was flying, people don't realize I flew for, uh, I've been on with the organization since 02, flew for three years, did a a ground based uh, assignment in our, our operations here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Came out this August of 09. I flew every year to September of 19. And mm-hmm. I took every international I can get. I know with 16, I did 46 internationals, <sighs> three days international. So I'd work. We, we, the way that our schedules, you might have five different shifts in a week. Your Monday might start really early. Your Tuesday might be mid morning, mm-hmm. or you might end up going to Europe on Wednesday at 11 o'clock at night. God, and, that's got And then up. coming back, oh. you get there middle of the night or early morning of your day, you get up the middle of the night, coming back, you know. So, so yeah. there was one year I did like eight, for eight weeks, I did a trip to Europe, came back, had my two days off, did a six day to Asia, Oof. Philippines, came back, had two days off. Yeah. From, and, and after that, I went, it was like three months. I couldn't tell you where I was, who I was. Yeah. <laughs> so, and- yeah, flights Brad. to Asia or Europe, man, they're so long. Oh, yeah. Hong Kong's horrible. Uh, that's 18 <laughs> hours going out of your yeah, schedule. Exactly. It's like, ugh. But um, I literally, he, he, we worked my private lessons out around my schedule. I mean, there was mornings I'd be on the mats at 4.38. You know. That's amazing. 
Yeah, and, and or he'd work out and be in there. Oh, you get back at nine. Good. I see you on the mats at 9 30 or 10 p.m. And we do. We train. He he worked his schedule around me being able to train on what yeah. my schedule was. And it's like, I'll tell you that for me, that's loyalty. He did yeah. that. I'll, yeah. Yeah. I mean, wherever he goes, I'll follow him. Yeah. So, it's that's the thing, man. You start to find your tribe, your your people that you have that that mutual love, that respect, mm-hmm. that um that introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just that honor with it, you know, like, and because you don't, it's not. That all that isn't so common in our world today. You know what I mean? And when you find it, man, you are, you hold on to it with it. I mean, you see it within like, you know, you see it within certain communities. I mean, there's always shit bags in every community, right? But, oh yeah. But yeah. man, like, but you get your people, man. And it's, it's one of the things I love about this podcast is, is just getting to talk to amazing people like yourself, you know, and meeting people, getting to train with people, being able to open up like, cause you're like, I remember we all have had our moments more closed-minded. Like, you know, you and I both like, ah, oh, just don't let go of the ground, right? You know, and that yep. was years and years ago for both of us. But man, like the more you open and expand, the more you realize you don't know. And that's one of the things oh, that yeah. I love about, about this and meeting guys like you and Cecil and Craig and like all these different guys. It's just, it, because I feel like it makes me a better person. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What was it? What's the, uh, the, the uh, comment? You're the sum of the, you're the total sum of the five people you hang around the most. Yeah. yeah man. If you hang exactly. around solid, good people, whether it's for us in training or at work that are solid, hardworking people, we hang around shit bags will be shit bags. You yep. know, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen that with me. Uh, um, I don't have a problem sharing that. I went through a depression in 99, 2000. Yeah. And after coming out and getting myself straightened back up and, and working, I noticed if I hung around the people who griped about the agency, yep. my attitude dropped hard. God, so I I'd that. go, yeah, I'd go, we'd get there, do our call, go do what we do. And afterwards, they're talking, be bullshitting in between calls or whatever that. And then they start bitching about the agency. Mm-hmm. Stay about 30 seconds. Hey, I got to go hit the restroom. Go yep. to the restroom because I, I knew how that was going to affect me. Yeah. And, and 
and, and so, you know, to extrapolate that to if you you hang around people that are bitter and, and hate life, hate the world, that dog everybody, well, after a while, that's going to sink in and that's going to be you. You go hang yep. around people who train and train a lot and yep. value training and value hard work. Yep. Okay, cool. That's what you're going to pick up and start doing. Man, I get so, that because I was that negative guy and I had that moment of uh-huh. realization where I was just like, mm-hmm. I felt, I felt my energy, like just bringing my partner down at the time. It was name's Hector. I actually just talked about another podcast that I'll put out uh, tomorrow, but God damn it. Like I was like, Oh fuck, I'm that guy, you know? And it, it, it happens. That, like, I, I know what you're saying, man. Cause like you get a point, you know, it, it happens for all of us, right? You know, no matter how high speed you want to be, right? Things wear, but man, like when you realize that and you feel like, God damn it, I'm that fucking guy, yep. you know, and that's a, that's a hard, but there's, there are a lot of people who never come to that realization, mm-hmm. man. And those people are hard to be around. I've worked with them. I tried, tried to guide, tried to, to, um, coach them and to, Hey, yeah. You know, I had one guy I used to work with, love him to death. He's a fellow North Carolinian. And first few years on, man, he would, and I, every time I play, I'm like, man, you just need to relax. Well, they're doing this and that. So mm-hmm. are you getting paid next week? Well, yeah. Okay, cool. You're, yeah. Are you working? He came over from Border Patrol. Are you working in a climate-controlled environment? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, who cares? So they wanted me to wear a coat, a sports coat. Yeah, I yeah. think it's stupid, but. You know what? Get on the plane, take it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and after a while, he kind of started coming around because they, every time yeah. he'd start bitching, I, I, I just start up. And, yeah, and that's not good for you. Just health wise, that's not good for you. Yeah, worry about what you control: your fighting yeah. abilities, your shooting abilities. You know, yeah. if you have to write reports, your reports writing. You, you know, with y'all guys, you've got patients and people that need to be taken care of. Take care yeah. of them to the best of your abilities. Yeah, let the organization deal with that. You know. Yeah, man. And, and I understand being angry because you know. You yeah, because sometimes job yeah. and they do some <laughs> stuff that's just off the wall. You're like, yeah, you're like, what is? What are we doing right now? Mm-hmm. Or you get that, you know, that paid little tyrant as a supervisor, and they put this, you know, this paper on you, and you're like, yeah, I understand. And 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 I understand how, holding on and being angry and grudgeful for a while. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta look at it after a while and go. I'm done. Yeah. Let me get back yeah. here and do my job. And yeah. It, it takes so much energy to be in that mm-hmm. placement. I was in a funk. I'm just coming out of it this morning, actually. Right. About mm-hmm. two, three days. Right. Cause I get in that where I'm like, fuck, I'm trying to do all this stuff with the, with the fucking department. And I'm like, you know, and, and they can't see my vision, you know, like my passionate vision sometimes, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I'm like, this is going to be so, you know, and, and like, and it's other things, you know, and like, plus we've been, I've been working a lot cause we're super short staffed. We're losing people left and right. People mm-hmm. are leaving the profession, you know, and, and I'm just like, all right, don't believe everything you think, right? It, just because it's an emotional response to something, you know, and just takes me a day or two to like, all right, look, it takes way more energy and I don't get shit done when I'm in this, in this place. Right. And mm-hmm. they're like, the, what's the point? Oh, I'm just going to eat shit at the hospital break room, every hospital I go to and like, just get fat and, you know, and like, oh, I'm yeah. like, all right, then I got to have a conversation with myself. It's like, all right, pull up your big girl panties and get your shit together. Yeah, exactly. And drive on. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, it's like, you know, you can make the excuses or you can just face reality and say, yeah, this is the way it is. I'm going to yep. do what I can to do. I can control myself only and go do it. So like um, I have very good mentors as far as being an instructor in law enforcement for law mm-hmm. enforcement organization, you know, Craig, Mike Brown, uh, Chuck Haggard, all of like, you're not going to be appreciated. You're going to get pushed back from the troops. You get pushed back from 
you know, the, the management, just go in, do your job, realize it's a job, focus on the private sector where people want to train. Yeah. The first time I taught a private sector class, it was like, oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> this is awesome. People I know, that right? want to be there, want to train. Exactly. It, it is. And it was like, wow, this is so great. And, um, <laughs> and I guess I'm so good at that, mind, being mindful of what it, it is. It is mm-hmm. what it is. And yeah. one of my coworkers came up to me a few months ago. We're out at the range getting stuff ready. It's simple. You want to train, we'll train. You don't, cool. I don't care. Yeah. And he goes, man, guy, you're like the original honey badger. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? He's like, you just don't give a fuck if these guys train or not, do you? I'm like, no, nah, no, I don't. Yeah. If they want to train, they know where I am. We can go in the mat room. I'll bring them out to the range. I'll, if someone wants to train, I'll pour my soul into them. Yeah, I, I will drain myself. At the end of the day, I am a, a, a energy wreck. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. Same. But if you don't want to train, cool. Hey, let's go through the motions. You know, we're going here doing defensive tactics and battles in the mat room. You, you, oh, you got an injury? Cool. Just just hang out over there in that corner. Just don't interrupt my class. Yeah, I'm not going to lose worry over that because I know there's somebody out there somewhere. That's interested in training. And if they're in this area, I'll find them eventually. <laughs> yeah. And I will train them. Yeah, yeah. Train with them, train with them. I don't care. I just want to train people. At this point, I want to train people to be, to still a, a, a phrase from Paul Sharp, I want to train good people to be dangerous to bad people. Yeah. I, I want people that, to be out there. I want the bad guy or gal to look at them and go, yeah, that's a badass mm-hmm. chick. I'm going to go over here. Or that's a badass dude. That's going to yeah. be a bad day for me. So let me go find someone who's stuck into this yeah. and get me an easy payday and have an easy meal. Go get, I don't know, my crack rock or my, my hit of meth or whatever this popular drug of the day is. And cool. Yeah. You know, and the number of people that over the last two years that have changed their opinion about weapons and training has been interesting to watch too. So. It really is, man. It's interesting to watch. Um, I was just talking of, uh, to Chad Haas of Haas Jiu-Jitsu, a uh, shop. Haas judo and jiu-jitsu out here because uh-huh. i want to get him on but you know he's not a former leo or sf guy right, right? but it's interesting the last couple of years where people are starting to realize like hey a solid jiu-jitsu base and wrestling base is important mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and again uh, i think uh when i had john burke on from next level he was doing mm-hmm. something i was like it's like if you have like if you don't have any dt if you don't if you don't have confidence in your skills or you, or you don't you haven't pressure tested some of the stuff mm-hmm. right you're going to go to your more excessive tools right off the bat, or you're going to be more scared. You're going to be more right. nervous. You know, I was talking to John this morning, actually, because I'm trying to get some of his P4 program here. And it's interesting because he's like, man, you know, if somebody's scared, if they're nervous, they're going to make mistakes, they're going to use excessive force. And that's one of the things that I always try to talk about too, because we used to teach like before with EMS, we taught like some, a lot of striking. We had this roundhouse kick and this judo mm-hmm. throw and stuff. Yeah, I can't teach that in a day. <laughs> you're going to be proficient at it, right? No, you know, no. We did a lot of wrist locks and, you know, everything has a place and a time. It's a bit, you know, if you're just practicing with your buddy, you know, and you're just trying to get through this class and, oh, here's a wrist lock or a, a pressure point, right? When it doesn't work on some, you know, drunk or some polypharm overdose person because <laughs> they have a high pain tolerance or just a big uh-huh. dude who's like not having your shit. You're going to try to push it a lot harder. You know, you're going to break a wrist. You're going to like, you know, but you know, I'm getting on a whole diatribe. <laughs> I love it, man. Oh, go on. Cause I've got some stories to go with that too. <laughs> I know. Let's have them, man. I'm ready. I'm waiting. Okay. Well, the wrist lock story, what just killed me or, or did it for me. It's probably about 2000 Had a partner. We were working, uh, we were a community resource officer at the time and we we're working in our neighborhood in North Charlotte. And it, 
it was um, lower income, high mm-hmm. crime. I'm familiar with North Charlotte. Yeah, Pegram Street. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, it was right <laughs> off Pegram Street on. Um, it wasn't Central. What is that? Central runs here. It's on the back. It's oh, is that to the east of Central? I'll think. Anyway, we're there. It's a pretty big street running through uh, North Charlotte, North Charlotte community, and we ended up with this girl, woman, um, with a warrant. She was cracked up. If she weighed a, a buck, mm-hmm. we were lucky. And I swear, I used every joint lock, everything I knew to control her. And just <laughs> she was just so uh, gumby. She was a gumby noodle. Yeah. I mean, I, I had fingers laid here, you know, yeah. nothing, no reaction. And I'm like, this five o'clock traffic, <laughs> six lanes where I was. And I just finally, my partner went to get the car. I finally ended up dumping her on the ground and sitting on her straddling yeah. her back oh. and it's five o'clock traffic i'm like this looks great now <laughs> exactly yeah would i do that now no because there's yeah. cameras everywhere but yeah and that was that i'm sitting there i'm like hurry hurry up hurry up come on come on get hurry up come on because this doesn't yeah. look i know it didn't look good but here's a hundred so pound guy sit white guy cop sitting on a hundred pound african-american female yep and, uh, and I'm like, I was very aware of that. I'm like, no, no. oh, hurry up. And he finally got there. And it was probably only 15, 20 seconds, maybe a minute. Seemed like forever. I just, because all the cars, you just see everybody, you know, all three lanes on my side, yep. come to the stoplight. You see them all just looking at me. I'm like, yeah, you're like, please, please, please. I'm going to be on World Star Hip Hop <laughs> later. I don't, I don't know if I could do, do the job that, nowadays. Yeah, man. You know? It's, it's, it's got to be tough now because there's so. It, there's so many i can't imagine either man i i don't i'm too laissez-faire to be a cop because i'm like it's hard for me to enforce laws and i'm like i don't know if this is i mean what are we doing you know i'm like maybe just be cool i don't but but it's got to yeah. be tougher now than ever because now like you could do everything right and you're still gonna like it, everything yes, to policy yes. everything is that's that's case law everything mm-hmm. is the rule of law and you're right. still gonna get fucked Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's gotta be a tough to place. I can't imagine being in that place. Right. I can't imagine yeah. it. And it's, that's part of, it sounds ridiculous, but that's a little bit of part of what my funk of the last couple of days was. I'm like, mm-hmm. what are we doing in this country? Like you, now, like there's no more rule of law. Now it's just like, Oh, court of public opinion for people who are suddenly you're a use of force expert and you've never got off your couch. Yeah. I, yeah. I get Ooh, so yes. asked up about things and I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking about, you know? And like, and then suddenly like, well, you're, whatever label they want to throw on you to discount you. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God damn it. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Right. And it, it sounds weird. That's part of my funk, but I'm like, because like, I, I you know, like what happened to shared positive outcomes. Let's all jump on the home team and go with the big win. Yeah. It's, it's gone. I, I'm pretty. <sighs> yeah. I just accept the fact it is what it is on yeah. that part. And, that, it's and that's what you like, got to do. And it's like, I'm going to do what I can. I'm going to get out the door. Yeah. I am. Um, I'm done with law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, I get that, man. I, I'm ready to go move on. Now, I say that I'm done doing the work of law enforcement. Yeah, yeah. Training the people that are still willing to go in. Yeah, I'm all I, over. Yeah, I'd be I all over that. that. I want to give them every chance. I want to teach them how to take care of this, how to stay um, on the right side of the court of public opinion. Yep. And, and it, it, it doesn't matter. Like you said, you can do everything right by policy, by law, by constitution. Mm-hmm. You, you can still be judged. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, hopefully, you work for an organization that has come one out and said, 
well, this is why they did this, this, and this, to sway the people that haven't gone over. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. that's crazy. Well, I just listened to, I want to say it was on uh, Andy Stump's Cleared Hot podcast with uh, Michelle Darby, and I forget her husband's first name, Officer Darby, and he got convicted of murder for this Ooh, okay. shooting. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was it was hard. It's hard to listen because you know, like the department said it was a good shoot. Like everything that they've been thinking, you know, he's taught, you know, the FBI officer, um, officer safety class, mm-hmm. everything was by the like to their TTPs to the letter. And the DA's like, eh, we're gonna we're gonna convict him, right? And he's in prison now, right? And she's working hard to get him uh-huh. out. But yep. it's it's just I'm like, this guy did everything right, everything right, man. You know, solid guy. Mm-hmm. You know, was you know, it's just. It's a bizarre time yes, <laughs> in our lives. Yeah, because it's yes. almost like it's like, you know what? Reality doesn't what actually happens and facts aren't so as important as what narrative I'm pushing. And I mean, and that could be extrapolated to any any oh, goddamn, we're gonna go down a rabbit hole with all that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should get back to that list of questions you got. <laughs> we might you know, be here all day. You're I right. Love you're, this stuff. I know. You know I, say, wait I'm an introvert by nature. Yeah. But, same. But you're this, very extroverted with people, like like this, you, this, yeah. this. Anything else? I don't care about sports. Yeah. I care about this. Yeah, same. Um, I care about this, particularly in the um, weapon-based environment. Yes, world. yes. Because that's my passion. I want to make people. I want to make good people. You know, safer or yep. you know, safer, safe versus safer. Absolutely. You know, there you're. You, there's no safe place, but there are safer places. Yeah. And for me, the safest place is wherever I am in control of myself. I'm yep. not worried about anything else. You know, they're bad guys. Hey, yeah, puncher's chance. They might get me. No one's, you know, no one's immune to it, whether they're a thick hag dev group guy. Yeah. Or yeah, I agree. You know, but I'm responsible not for my safety. I'm responsible for the people that are important to me, safety. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, man, I agree. Right. So let's talk about something that doesn't get talked about very okay. much at all. That you, I heard you on EvoSec talk about. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, you did a uh, Saps and Jacks class. Yes, yes. So that's a that is a sort of a tacit fascination with me. I've got a mm-hmm. couple blackjacks and Saps. It's uh. I've played around with a little bit. I've I've picked up a little bit of stuff from just off uh-huh. you know, just off like Instagram from um, Scott Babb from Libre because he does some of the Saps oh, and okay. yeah, he does a little bit of Saps and stuff, right? Okay. And, but I would love to take a formal class in that, but what what have you done with that? And like, what do you think of, I've been like, I'd be, be curious about your experience with it and what you think about that whole thought process. I, I honestly, if I had the choice, I would get everybody that was willing to train and take one, a sap and a black bat. God damn, I would love that. I mean, <laughs> I mean and, and well, I guess on that point, the class you're talking about, I took Larry Lindemann's a point driven trainings, mm-hmm. uh, small impact weapons instructor course is the course I took. And work mm-hmm. it um, with uh, the company that I'm a co-owner in, Palisade Training Group. We do small blocks of that. Um, but yeah, I, I love it, uh, especially a, a black. Oh, look at that! that is, this uh, is actually Andres. He left it here and he wants it back. But I'm like, well, now I got three saps. So <laughs> he's like, hey man, I, I, I sat back. I'm like, we well, need to come to the house and do a podcast with me and get it, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Man, I'd love to teach a class on that. I know Alex Sanson, uh, the Suja Shootus in Houston is trying to put one together. Oh, um, if you know, he's like, originally, it's like, man, just give me five people and I'll show up. You know, yeah, I'll come down there and do it. It's it's gonna be, it's gonna be, well, 
I've trained with a lot of people. <laughs> right, right. I really did not realize that to one of my trainer partners at the gym goes, man, I want to be like you. He's in his mid thirties, a former Marine. He goes, I want to be like you when you get older, which means always train. I'm like, I don't train that much. You know, you're training all the time. Yeah. You're in here, you're teaching classes, you're taking classes on the weekend. I got look at it. I'm like, Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, don't everybody do that? <laughs> <laughs> so when you train with me, you're going to get an amalgamation of the Shivworks crew, right. Craig, Cecil, and Paul Shark specifically. Yep. Yep. It's going to be Saps and Jack. It's going to be Larry. Uh, also, I'll throw in uh, quite a bit of Dr. William April because I've taken mm. several of his classes prior to his death two years ago. Yeah. So you'll get a little of the psychology stuff. Nowhere near the level you would get with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there'll be some uh, stuff from Jerry Witzel of Red Zone Threat Management. Nice. I've trained... Uh, I don't know, do the math on the almost a hundred hours. I've got a hundred, almost a hundred hours with him. That's how I met Cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, hosted him for uh, what did I host him in 16? I hosted Jerry for oh, yeah, was it uh, one of the um, Red Zone Prime? Mm. And we did a uh, a, a third day. We, Alan, McBee, Steve, Moses, and I with Jerry and Cliff came in to help teach with the class, came up. Mm. With uh, on um, his adaptive striking program mm-hmm. as instructors, and it's really good. So, and I've got his uh, level one empty hand knife defense oh, instructor nice. certification too. So, you're going to get an amalgamation of a bunch of people. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's not just like I'm a copy of Cecil or Craig or Paul. Yeah, and honestly, those are all people as an instructor worth aspiring to and Jerry and, yeah. Cliff and all of them to be a coach or instructor. Yeah. So you're going to get a little bit of all that mixed in. Um, so is, wait, is this going to be in Houston or is it going to be up in Dallas? Um, if Alex does it, it'd be in Houston. Um, oh, that's only just, three hours from here. I'm, he I'm only needs, he need, you need to get in touch with me. He, he has three or four. He needs a couple more. It'll nope. be a one day class. Uh, yeah, so that's perfect. We'll go in there again. It'd be some mucking. It'd be some default drive. It'd be accessing the sap 
And that's the thing, like anything, it's the in-fight weapons access. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. It's going to be the uh, the stand-up work in, in from uh, ECQC and Cecil and EWO, that that um, that wrestling base, mm-hmm. and controlling the people. Uh, you know, we'll go through and we'll hit mitts and all that um, and, and learn how to strike with them properly, how to do it. Yeah. I'm a big <clears> – <throat> Some people would disagree with me. I believe in keeping stuff as congruent as possible. To yeah, I agree training with that. Time. So, you know, whether I'm running pistol, shotgun, or carving, I have the same stance or similar. Yeah. Same thing. Instead of switching leads um, with with the sap, I just stay the same stance and we strike from there. Now, I yeah. understand that's I like dropping. That. You know, uh, I said in her Bobby Tabata with Balintawak, which uh, is a, he was a, he's a contemporary to the Presace brothers mm-hmm. if i'm pronouncing their name right with the stick fighting when yeah. he was in charlotte and you know we always went the stick lead forward um yeah. you know well you switch leads so if you're right-handed it went you went right lead forward versus left mm-hmm. so it's just like for me and having limited training time how can i uh capitalize on training yeah keeping stuff as crewing as possible you know, coming through cross and rotating a sap in or a blackjack like you would a hook or a punch or whatever, mm-hmm. getting the same rotation in, mm-hmm. it's gonna gonna leave a mark. Yeah. Um, and I tried at work and I told to shut up because um, we we got collapsible batons. I was like, yeah, that's not gonna work. The way we teach striking people, we're gonna hit other people first. Yeah. How about a sapper jack? Shut up, guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Because I can get in those tight confines and I can still hit the same primary targets. For mm-hmm. us, which are upper lower arms, buttocks, lower legs, and upper legs. Yeah. And then the beautiful thing about saps and jacks is I think they're really great for sliding up and down if we want to use a use of force continuum. However, yeah. because you know, we start out, we want up, you want to get a fisty cuffs, cool. I start striking the forearms yeah. or the, the upper arms, and you're like, oh no, I got mine. Cool. I come across the clavicle. Yeah. Ooh. Clavicle. Especially if you use the edge. Yes. Of the, yes. <laughs> yes. That's the, yeah, like, so people think about that, like the flat versus the edge of it. That edge is a lot more of a point of impact. Yep. And then, okay, so we've got to up it because now you pull out a knife or you go for a gun mm-hmm. or you pick up that brick or whatever. So I come across the head. Mm-hmm. <sighs> or say it is, it comes across and you go for a weapon and instead of, um, you know, hitting you across the head, I come across and hit you across the forearm or the wrist and mm-hmm. break or at least oh, numb yeah. it. You know, dead, oh. dead, you know, dead in it, and you drop that weapon. Cool. Now I don't have to beat you to death or shoot you yep. or whatever. I think they're great weapons. I'm so happy they're legal now in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, I think it was so, uh, Chief Pearson said it most eloquently. He's like, he's like, they're not necessarily legal, but they're no longer illegal. So it's I'm like, I like it. I like yep. it. So I got a lot of guys. Hey, we need to we need to learn how to we need brass knuckles. Yeah. Can you punch? Of course I can. Go watch. Mm. Uh, you don't need to. What do you mean? You can't punch. And yeah. first of all, then, then, <laughs> then there's sort of a cat, um, or I guess not uh, a cat strike uh, hook, yeah. but um, more of like a rat punch hook to the back yeah. of the head. That's how you want to hit with them. Yeah. Well, if you can't hit properly this way, right? What makes you think you're going to learn to hit this way? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm like, so yeah, brass knuckles are nice. I got a couple pair, uh, but I would take a sap. In fact, if oh. I can't have, I take a sap over a knife. Yeah. Anyway, I get that because I, get I that. mean, a knife. I don't care. It's going to always be considered deadly force. 
Mm-hmm. You, you can get into that biomechanical cutting stuff that was popular 20, 25 years ago. Yeah. You cut somebody and that it's like shooting them. You can't shoot somebody a little. Yeah. You can't cut somebody a little with the yep. ice of the cord. Yep. So, I agree. so, you know, if I had to have one tool and I can fight my way out of something, gain distance, it would be a sapper jack. Yeah. And in I, fact, we would go over, uh, in a class, if we do it, if we if they get enough people to do it, we would go over some field expedient saps and jacks. Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, uh, that's I love that kind of thing, yep. right? Um, mm-hmm. tell you, so I've got one of uh, Mean Gene Leathers, another North uh-huh. Carolina homeboy. As a matter of fact, I've got one of his hot tamales. The one, yeah. the thing that I, it's a little weird because it's got that you know because it has that fold over, right? Mm-hmm. But what I do like about it is I carry it the same place I carry a blade or a gun, right? Right. And so that whole, that same deployment draw stroke is the mm-hmm. same. And I, I played around with it a little bit with a, with a heavy bag, with just like a, like a sort of like a, uh, deflecting strike and mm-hmm. then pulling that out. And I, I'm like, I could wallop the shit out of somebody with that thing. Right. It's a little different from like a regular sap, obviously, cause it has that right. bendy, yeah. you got to get a better hand position on it, but for deployment and for, mm-hmm. uh, being, that's what I'm looking for. Like not as obvious. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a little more can, uh, covert. Yeah. Be a better word. Yeah. Uh, be careful with those. Yeah. And flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would wrong. never carry that when I'm flying. <laughs> I but, wouldn't carry that. That'd be in a, yeah. uh, in a, uh, check bag. Yeah. But they're, they're known. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, they, exactly. They, they just like the sharpies it. are, the sharpies mm-hmm. are known now. Cause just recently I got a, uh, I got a tactical pin, taken away and it was one of my favorites because it wasn't black it didn't look like a tactical pen right you know but but they spotted it and i was like and it was like and it was actually more like well this could be used as a glass breaker i'm like all right i get that i'm like hey it's totally cool you know i'm like you should i was like i was like yeah it's gonna slow that away and they're like yeah i'm like you should keep it i'm like i if i gift it to you like no we can't i'm like that's just too Mm. bad because i mean that'd be a great tool for you i wouldn't mind giving it to you it's like 20 bucks on amazon i don't care yeah, that yeah. Don't even get me started with that organization. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I did the EvoSec uh, buddy at work came up. Hey, guy, I listened to uh, your, your your conversation on EvoSec, and it was pretty obvious to me you don't like our organization. Well, did I say anything bad? He's no, but mm-hmm. because you know me, he's like, well, that's part of it, but just the way you said stuff, and I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See if I have a job tomorrow, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, on that, like whenever I've flown with with a sidearm, right? Whenever I fly out of Austin, they've been super right. weird. And I will say too, I flew out of Atlanta, which was a horrible mistake because trying to fly out of Atlanta, first return the car to a whole other building, and then I like yes. I like uh, I like connecting in Atlanta because well, mm-hmm. one, I, I get bojangles when I'm there. Yes, and two, I like to people watch. Absolutely. It's a it's a mm-hmm. fun airport, but to fly in of and out of horrible. But that being oh. said. But I've noticed like certain cities like Austin, they're super weird about the, about when I fly with a sidearm, they get, huh. they get super weird. Now, when I flew in and out of Charlotte with a sidearm, super chill, it was TSA was former military, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he was also 11 bang, bang, you know, we, oh, start, shoot, we, we start shooting. Yeah. Right. We start shooting uh-huh. shit. Right. You know, and he's like, guy, you know, and, and he asked me all the right questions too. So I flew out of Charlotte, this young kid looked like he just came off the Harry Potter set as a dog, <laughs> you know, and he looked at everything except for in the case, right? Like, I'm like, didn't even ask me if the, is, like, is it loaded? Is it not loaded? Right. You know, cause mm-hmm. I'm going to follow all the rules. Right. But he definitely swiped all my protein bars with the, <laughs> you know, I'm like, Hey man, you know, like it was just me and him in this room together and he's let me way too close. And I'm like, 
Hey man, like, what are we doing here? Right. Just for your safety, you're scaring me. Right. So, right, yeah, but it's interesting because uh, it was actually in Charlotte that they caught the the pin, but it's always interesting yeah. to me to like, cause I'm, you know, I'm always going to be like, Hey, look, I get it. You got a job to do, you know? And I know that they probably deal with a, a, a thousand assholes a day. Oh, right. Yes. And one of the things I told them too this last time when I flew through Charlotte, I'm like, you know what? You guys were awesome. You're professional. I had no, I, I was like, is there anybody? I, they're like, yeah, you can fill out a comment card. And I'm like, Whenever I fly through Charlotte, you guys are always awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I never have a bad experience here. It's never like the I'm trying to be the hard ass right off the bat. And I get that's part of that's just you just get jaded because you're dealing with the public. I get it. I deal with the public, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, I always try to feel like you know, like I try to take it by a case by case basis. If someone's nice, I'm going to be nice, right? right? But anyway, that's just all my whole TSA thing. Right? Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. we, we can talk about that over you know an adult beverage in august <laughs> i'll share my experience yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like i said it's a double-edged sword right you know because mm-hmm. i get it man you got to deal with like 800 people well, more than that like thousands of people a day just being, i, I you know, can't imagine oh, uh, all i can tell you is i'm pretty jaded on people all yeah. of them at this point in my life yeah. I could imagine if I was still a street cop or a cop in general at 30 years coming up yeah. where I would be as a person. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I just like, I, I, and I'm not, I haven't flown for work in what we call mission status covering a flight in two mm. years yeah. since I've been in training and just, just being around the people and watch how they're on the plane and how they treat mm. the flight attendants and the crews and the gate agents and all this. I'm like, I, I'm surprised one of these flight attendants hasn't put a poured a hot cup or hot pot of coffee on someone because I'm like, you talk to me that way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting, man. I'm just like, I'm just so jaded with people. I just I want to move yeah. in the mountains. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's all I talk about. <laughs> move to the mountains, open my jail, and I'm like, wow, that's yeah. a real contradiction there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only, but only cool people can come train here. Like, if you're like, yep, yep, yep. Well, you know, like have you ever listened to that Weems guy podcast, uh, Lee Weems out of Georgia? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. He goes, no, uh, yeah, he's got one, uh, toot my own horn. He had me on there on, there was three of us on, uh, Thursday was kind of an impromptu one. Mm. It was myself, Randy Harris and Mike Green of Green Ops. And we were oh, answering the question. He, but he has, he has a lean in it. Or closing, uh, share, share, share this podcast with all your smart friends, not your dumb friends. <laughs> I'm about to steal that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I like that. But, <laughs> but then again, I've had people I thought were smart friends, and then I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> yeah, that bit me in the ass. But <laughs> learn, learn, <laughs> yeah, they're not that smart. Okay. <laughs> But, yeah, I yeah. get that. I get mm-hmm. that. God damn, that's amazing, man. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a couple of questions. Like they're more okay. like uh, with uh, those sort of the podcast thought process. Okay. Are there any books that you recommend or something that really speaks to you? Books that you gift the most? Oh, um, yeah, I've given uh, Jack Donovan's "The Way of the Men" to sort of oh, okay. younger, younger, um, younger people. Podcasts. I recommend yours. I recommend. Oh, um, I appreciate it. Oh gosh, just of course, Lee Weems, uh, EvoSec, mm-hmm. they're great. Yeah. Um, when John Valentine was uh, doing the Spider Up yeah. Tactical and Spider Up Combat Ups, he was doing real good. Those books, oh man, I go back and forth on books, but yeah, mm-hmm. it just Same. just depends on what's hitting me. Like right now, I'm in a 
I don't want to read anything serious mode. So it's all I get fiction. That. It's just like just but a lot of times I'll read a couple of fiction books and then two or three history books. And I say yeah. that and I just realize I'm listening to uh, Norco 1980. Oh. The Norco Bank Robbery of 1980. Um, oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Like uh, Nero Bulky told me about it and then uh, came up on, was it oh, Brian Easter's podcast every day? Uh, off duty, on duty podcast. Mm-hmm. He's a cop up out of Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. He has a pretty good one. Um, but yeah, I got that one. I, I, I read a lot of uh, history. I read a lot of that. I read yeah, that same. Sapson, um, uh, the guy that textbook on Sapson Jacks. I've got to get ago. that. That's I got to get. One. It's hard to find now. Yeah, uh, I got the. Oh, there's a guy that does has a book. Uh, it's a, basically how to use a Sapson Jacks mm. on that. It's pretty good. It has pretty good pictures. Of it. I mean, I got the Kindle version because I. I, I talked to all my friends. Oh, I got to have a real book. Okay. Yeah. You go traveling a bunch. You go do yeah. a six-day Asia trip, and you're reading two, three books in that week. And yep. all of a sudden, you're trying to stuff everything down in a rollerboard and a backpack. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. And all of a sudden, that Kindle becomes great because I have got I probably yeah. got over a 1,000 books on my Kindle. Yeah, same. Um, same. I, I Yeah, exactly, man. But, I get oh, that. yeah. Uh, if. I used to be big, and I need to get back to it. Giving away uh, Jeff Cooper's "The Principles of uh, Self Defense." Cool. Um, he goes over seven. Uh, there's seven principles on there. He goes over that should be part of a self defense, I guess, program, particularly uh, combative pistol stuff. But yeah. you know, it's just a really good one. I gave a bunch of those away back in the day, but oh, kind of slacked awesome. off on that. Um, I've been giving clinch, clinch picks away the last year or two to people. Dang. <laughs> you know, I've got Training partners at work, um, not at work, but at the gym. I've given them, yeah. I've given them each one. One County Reserve Deputy. I've just looked at them like, I'm glad you're doing it because we need good people. But I don't know if I'd be doing it for free. <laughs> <laughs> I but, get that, man. Damn it. Oh, and I uh, read a bunch of the well combative stuff, the shooting yeah. stuff, all that. Um, so try to try to be a well, I guess the, still the Paul Sharp phrase, the multidisciplinary optimized, yeah. you know, person yeah. or a thinking tactician, you know. Yeah, man, I, and there's mm-hmm. so many skill sets that I've picked up that I just, I feel like I wish I didn't, I didn't have a day job where I, <laughs> like, I, I just, all right, I'm going to dry fire from this time to this time. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to work on this from here to here, you know, and like, and just stuff that, like stuff that I probably won't use anymore, like some of the rope work I did, but I still like tying knots, right? I still mm-hmm. like to have that skill set, you know, and oh, that's I'm just like, it would set. just be great to just try, you know, like I would just, know, like, oh, I'll go to Swift water today. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I'm just going to get in the water. <laughs> just like, yeah. just getting, I love doing those skills, right? Just, I, I mm-hmm. want I never want them to go away. Right. Cause mm-hmm. it, so many of those, so many skills just as a whole are so perishable and yes. we don't really think about that. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. just the little, the, especially the basics of everything, right? Cause that's what you're always going to default to is having a solid basics of everything, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever task you're doing or whatever it is, you're like, I, I can, I could have holy shit, De La Hiva guard or whatever. Right. But until I got the basics down, I got a good solid pressure pass. I got to, you know, like all mm-hmm. those things, man. That's and I just right. I just love to train. I just like to, even if it's just yes. I may never use the skill, but I want to know it. Oh, that's all about. I've taken stuff just because. 
Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ah. Well, there's like a 0.01 chance that might be usable for what I need, but okay, I'm going to go take it because they invited me. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to a covert uh, entry class. It's just lock picking uh, and stuff. I'm uh, like, where? Where? It's in San Antonio. It's June 11th, 150 bucks. These guys have, have been uh, surreptitious, surreptitious uh, underscore entry, uh, no, surreptitious underscore services underscore. Okay. And um, it's 150 bucks. It's like, it's at a, it's at a, uh, uh, like a draft house kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. called the Dooryard, San Antonio. So if I, so, and you just, it's, and you get a free set of tools with the, with the, I've already got some lock pick. My, my cousin, shout out to Scott Spencer, uh, in, uh, Roxborough, North Carolina, right? He's oh, got nice. a uh, absolute lock and key. He's a locksmith for years, right? And I've uh, seen him do key impressions up at that. So it was here that my computer shut off because I did not plug it in. So let's resume my conversation with Guy Schnitzler. God damn it. I forgot to <laughs> plug in the computer. I was like, what happened? <laughs> now, uh, I, I know I'm like, I didn't hit anything. I know I didn't hit anything. What, what, what happened? What oh, it, was all, yeah, that was, uh, it was a uh, user error on this end, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Um, yeah. If you get a chance, check out, it's their Instagram. It's repetitious underscore services underscore man. Super solid. Right. They've, been te- they've been teaching. They just did a class in Brownsville. They, they taught San Antonio fire, uh, a lot of covert entry stuff. I I've been following for a while and like a colony collective as well. And they're like, Hey man, um, you should come down and like do it. And like, it's like 150 bucks. You get a free set of tools. That's crap. Um, yeah, man. And it's, Dude, that'd be amazing. It's a June 11th and it's at a tap house. You get beer, food, yeah. hang out. And they're like, they just like to teach the stuff, man. It's all kinds of different covert entry. And I'm like, Oh, this is going to be amazing. Well, I'm, I'm up at Mead Hall that weekend taking the, the Daryl Bulky, Cecil Birch, Chuck Haggard, uh, MPE class. So oh like, man. So it's like, yeah, that would be, um, that'd be cool. But yeah, we'll see. Go oh, man, maybe we can is. get one going up there, man. We'll uh, I'll 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 talk to the guys because you know, uh, I'm gonna Let's have see. them on the podcast in the next couple of days, I think, just to talk about it before and after after I do the course. So because I, I well, I've got, of, yeah, there we go. Oh, I am following. Cool. Um, I I've got a set. I'm not sure if they're any good. Um, I bought a while back, and then 
last Christmas ITT ITS. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, they're uh, they're lock picking. Yeah, that, that thing. Little, I need to get uh, it set up. They're yeah, for yeah. how to pick a boat, dead boat, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I bought that. I was so. like, oh, I need that. That's a cool tool. I need to play with that a little bit. So my cousin Scott is uh spinny, as we call him. His mm-hmm. I him Spencer. Right. I, mean, I remember when he first got into into lock, you know, being working for a locksmith, he apprenticed for a while. Now he has his own shop, you know. And man, I, I've seen him like in, do key impressioning where he'll just stick a blank in, he'll like file it, pull it in, file it. You know, it's just amazing to watch him work on locks or just like mm-hmm. pop open doors. Just it's I, I'm fascinated with like every kid was fascinated with lock picking, right? You know, but it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I was there a couple of years, about a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, he was in town as well when I was back home visiting my folks and that's about two hours just asking about like locks and key locks and stuff. I just, it fascinates me, man. Mm -hmm. Nice. That'd be cool. Yeah. Let's let's look at it. Let's see. I wouldn't mind having a class up here. Um, yeah. Cool. The little town I have, we can get the, um, the town hall, basically they have the meeting room. I've done that. Oh, that's awesome. Like how I hosted William April for his five W's. Yeah, $50 or $100 reservation fee and they refund it, go in there, set up, have the class and, you know, I'm nice. look at it. I might contact them see. For me right now, it's like trying to figure out a schedule. <laughs> yeah, same, man. Same. I need to do this. I'm going to be here. I'm like, I'm like you. I, I need to be, I, I need Bruce Wayne money. Yeah. So I can do what I need to do. Yeah, so I know, I know. Tell us job. <laughs> I know. Dude, that's how I felt, but I'm like, I'm like, well, but I still need a day job, right? So yes, <laughs> like, believe me. Man, I, <laughs> I joke around. I'm afraid how bad I'm gonna go downhill come September 9th, that first day. Yeah, you just see. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I don't need to be here. <laughs> yep, yep. And then you're like, like, I just want to go do this, that. So my girlfriend's always like, she's like, and you could be a cult leader because you have all these ideas, you know, and you talk people into it. Cause I'm like, hey, we should go camping on the beach in the summertime. And she's like, twice you've talked me into that. And we get there and it's miserable. Like I <laughs> And I'm like, it's, it's, I have this romanticized idea. Well, we're going to, cause you know, I got all this gear. I'm a gear nerd. I'm like, got this a tent and we're going to do this. And I got this little portable shower, you know? And she's like, you know, as, as awesome as you made this sound, this is horrible. And I'm like, yeah, it is. Let's get a hotel room. Fuck. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a hotel camper now. Hey, let's <laughs> go for a hike. Come back. Get a hotel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At 52, the thought of having to sleep on the ground. I'm like, yeah, yeah oh, that was cool God. when I was 18, 19, rucking around in the woods of Fort Bragg, all that shit. Yeah. I'm like, now it's like, <laughs> I know, man. You know, and, I, and I still, I'll ruck for PT. I'll be yeah. like, my, my condition would be rucking sometimes. And it's just like three, four miles in. I'm like, why am I doing this? I just, you yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, oh, I'm ready to be done. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. So. I get it. God, do I get it, man? That's so funny. Because right. I'll, I'll get a wild hair. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna get my pack on. I'm gonna go do a little rucking. You know, I'm just like, what was I thinking? Right? I got. I could. I could just do a row or like go to Hot Works and get in the sauna for 15 minutes and get a solid like workout. <laughs> yeah, or if I'm gonna go roll, get some rolls in, go yeah. drill and get you know go to open mat somewhere. Get me five or six mat uh, round pounds in yeah you know for my conditioning because yeah highly underrated for conditioning too man because there's no Mm -hmm. there's no conditioning like rolling some solid like if you five minute rounds or especially if you do a little shark tank where you just get a fresh guy every time and you're like (laughs) all right yeah i think the rest is always gonna be uh recuperation right yeah i'll get there i'll start i get about the second round in i'll look at my Mm -hmm. partner like 
man, this was a much better idea before I left the house. Right, right. <laughs> but I'm here, so I got to get it done. And that's why I can't, I can't go to, I can't go to like a lunchtime or an evening class because one, I'll think about it too much if I go to the evening class. Lunchtime, I better got everything I want to get done before I get to that class because as much as I want to get shit done afterwards, I'm like, hmm, that couch looks pretty good for about an hour, hour and a half, a little bit of Advil and, you know, like just maybe a Epsom salt yeah. bath, especially when you really get after it, you know, like I, I, oh, I yes, I went to, so I, I have oh, go ahead. a big fan of that. I've become a big fan of the Epsom salt baths. Oh, yeah. uh, awesome. so this year, for some reason, I'm like, oh, so I'm like, man, that hot bath and that salt just oh. lay in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, but, 15 minutes in, I'm like, not at all. I'm like, I just wish it was covered over by the time I got in the bed. But by the time we get out, dry out, yeah. go to bed, I'm going to be wide awake again. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And that was a problem with going to the evening class because I would think about it too. You know, like I would just like, all right, if I just did, you know, like it, you, you start to, and you start to do things. And then when you like roll over in bed, you almost are like, you shrimp around in bed. Like, you know, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> be like you move like that. it's weird hip escape that over here, hip escape yeah. over there. Oh, uh, I'm too far down at the foot, so I shoulder walk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get up to yeah, I get up to get water, take a piss, come lay back down. Oh, my hip up to yep. get the get back the sheet back from under me because I laid down on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's you like know, you, you know my pain. <laughs> Oh yeah, sleep. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't go to bed about eleven thirty, twelve. <laughs> oh, it I, don't matter. Then I run up about five, five fifteen, and and my back's so wrecked nowadays. I'm usually like in the mornings, I oh, yeah. up or heat it or yeah. something. Just or, to- <laughs> yeah, I do. First thing I do, I get up, I take my morning supplements, and I just start rolling and stretching. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, oh, I just get my shit together. But man, I too, um, like if I if I hit the six a.m. class, right? I'm like, all right, I get up have all my stuff ready, put everything on, drive there, right? Before I have a chance to change my mind, uh-huh. <laughs> get there uh-huh. at six, you know, like do the class, roll a little bit. And I'm like, all right, I still got most of the day. I could go home. I'll have some breakfast. I'll take a short nap, you know, like, and then I can still be functional, you know, but for some reason, if I hit that lunchtime, if I already got shit done, nothing's going to get done the rest of the day. No. Or if I go in the evening, I'll, I'll think about it too much. And I'm like, ah, I just hit it in the morning. You know what I mean? Like I know me. Right. I'm like, ah, I got to drive in and traffic in the afternoon. I'm like, it's just easier to go in the morning and hit that 6 a.m. class. <laughs> it is. Unfortunately, my schedule after being at work at seven now. So the 6 a.m. Yeah. class is out. I'll have a coach every once in a while. Oh, time you have a bit good. See you at 5 30. Yeah. Tomorrow night. No, a.m. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, I hate morning class. I, hate, uh, <laughs> I don't get to sleep till about 3 34. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is, but. That's when I get to sleep and get my best sleep in. Yeah. I'm tossing and turning and and wide awake, looking at the stairs, you know, the ceiling, and thinking about this or thinking about that. Oh yeah, oh dude. Talking yeah. to buddies. Oh, you need to turn off your mind. Cool. How do I do that? Yeah, yeah. Can you just help uh, me out with that? Like, I'll, yeah. Just give me a clue. You don't even have to tell me how where the switch is. Just point me in the right direction. Nobody can. Yeah. It's the same thing. Well, you need to stop thinking. That's yeah, great. yeah. So one of the things it, it, is. One of the things I did, well, when I started taking ZMA, I'll take mm-hmm. valerian root and I'll take a five HTP low dose, like 50 milligrams. And that sort of helped me relax a little bit. But one of the things uh-huh. I started doing is like, cause I started trying to do a little more meditation, you know, and like just getting that mm-hmm. quieting the mind. But I, I came with this little phrase that I, that I've always, I, I say it when I'm like trying to settle down. Like if it's a really, if there's like, if shit's going awry in a call, that's kind of how it started. Well, no, that's not true. It started with jujitsu, right? Cause I was mm-hmm. like, I got to. 
I got to find a, a, a place to, re- I, I got to find a mental trigger to relax. Right. By getting a bad spot in jujitsu. And I came with this, uh, find the flow, feel the flow, be the flow. And so I'll just, cause I just want to go with it. Right. Cause you know, especially when you're, when you feel like, all right, I'm going to suck today in jujitsu. Right. And then you get too much in your own head and you're like, well, what's he going to do? And I'm going to, you know, and like, so I just <laughs> had to let it, uh, John Burke said it best is like, I, you know, he calls it like a flow on force instead of force on force. Right? So I says flow with it, just be the water. And I'm like, you know, like I've always tried to search for that, you know? And so that's yeah. one of the things that I do. And I'm trying to like, if I'm like, okay, I got this, 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 and I'm like, all right, find the flow, feel the flow. If you just kind of say it over and over and like, yeah, that helps me. Right. That's kind of my thing. I'll do that and try. Cause my, my coaches, I, Brad's like, hey, guy, you're 52. You get, your ankles don't work. You got that titanium in your back. You're tight. You know, you can't move like you used to. So you got to stop being that bull of a China shop. You can't, compete with the younger guys you can't you know try to out muscle them whatever so just yeah that's it just move oh they got a sweep you go with it who cares yeah and then attack them <laughs> yeah yeah i mean oh, it, okay yeah <laughs> but that yeah. blow the china shop man that's the hard mentality to get out of that yeah man it, it is like, it is right it's uh, mm-hmm. especially for me lately because like i it's funny i joke around about it was if i because i've got I don't know. I got to figure out what I think it's part of like some nerve from my, I got a bad L4, L5, like, like a half the world. And so I get this, if I stay in one place, I get this numbness in my left leg. Right. And I just topple over like a cow tipping, mm-hmm. like I've been tipped like a cow. And I always make that joke. Cause like, and you'll see it in August. If it's, I don't know, I, I got an appointment next week or so uh, with an ortho, another ortho guy, but, or actually ortho gal. So hopefully I hear good things about her, but mm-hmm. um but you'll see, I'll sit down a lot, right? Because if mm-hmm. if I stand too long in one place, I'm not moving around. It starts to get numb, and I just fall over, right? So, uh, I, but I've gotten really good at work of where I'm like, if I'm standing with you know, like if my partner's doing something, I'm saying like, I, I find a place to sit out, or I find a place to squat down because I can take that pressure off, and I can kind of like not tip over from <laughs> there, you know. But it's it's finding those workarounds, you know. What I mean, and like it's it's just that's one of the things of getting older. It's frustrating, and then sometimes I kind of feel like it's a badge of honor where i'm like all right but i figured a way around it and i'm still getting after it so your mm-hmm. your 40 year old ass can do what i'm my 57 year old ass I, yeah with the the uh for me i ended up with stenosis in t11 pitching my Ooh. spinal cord yeah. so i had real severe drop but prior to my surgery oh, now I, i'm the opposite if i sit too much mm-hmm. my central nervous, nervous system gets really tired yeah and the drop foot is very prominent yeah so um yeah, I don't have any sympathy for guys that, oh, I don't have the time or this and that. I'm like, okay, I'm injured. I've been injured for years. I have recovered. I've done all I can do. Yeah. Um, nerves not healing like it should or wants to, or, yeah. you know, still don't have the mobility, but if I can do it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah. And I hear a 40 year old or a 30 year old or 20, someone in their 20s complaining about bad back and all this. I just, I, I don't have any sympathy. Yeah. Same for that. Now, I have sympathy for the ones who have those issues that are working on those issues and, mm-hmm. and, and doing what they can within yeah. their issues. And that's all I do. I just go in and do it, do what I can. Yeah, and man. Brad and I'll go back and forth in the private, do this. I can't do it. And okay. I'll, then I'll modify it. Oh, do that. Why don't we start with that? Yeah. 
<laughs> I know, right? We've been together as coaches for a long time, pretty right. much over a decade. <laughs> and you know about this. <laughs> That's hilarious. To frustrate me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we got the, we, at this point, it's a uh, older bro, younger bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Relationship. Oh, <laughs> I get like, it. Man. <laughs> You know, it's funny when I, when I did ECQC, right? So I, cause you know, just like everybody, like I, I got some neuropathy in my, in my mm-hmm. support hand, I'm left-handed, right? So my right hand and, uh, you know, when we're doing the shooting portion, right. And, uh, we're doing the shooting portion, and you can see where like, I start to drift to the right as, as, as I hold the, as I hold the gun, right. That, right. Yeah. that, that you, you can see, cause I can't gauge the pressure in my support hand. So I start to drift a little bit to the right, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Craig's like, you know, he's going through it. I'm like, please don't stop at my target. Please don't stop. At my oh, he did. <laughs> Craig's like, he goes, this is interesting. Let's take a look at what happened here. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, because <laughs> you, you, you never want to talk about your shortcomings. And I'm like, ah, so I got some neuropathy in my support hand, right? So I can't gauge the pressure. And he's like, hey, man, you know what's what I found? And so he, he, you know, he talked about that, bringing your thumb over and supporting that support hand fucking cleared that shit right up i'm like god damn craig just diagnosed my fucking problem and i was like that's right. brilliant so i've been working on that a lot of like mm-hmm. bringing that thumb over on my support hand like and that's that's a, that's a, a revolver grip is it not yeah it's a yeah uh well you're going here yeah revolver yeah because so. i've never like shot revolvers it's always been autos you know and so like i was like so i've been really working on that in my dry fire right get because it's hard you, you, so many habits, right? You're like, oh, I got to retrain this entire thumb situation now, but it's really helped me pull in that support hand, cleaned a lot of it up. It's just, it's a matter of just reps, you know, you know, like yep. I say in jujitsu, man, I harp on this all the time and I got, you know, and I, I always feel like I could be better at, you know, but like reps is money in the bank, man. Drillers are killers. Mm-hmm. That's what yes, I just always try to remember, you know? So. Mm-hmm. so yes, you're right on that. Yeah. I, um, I took a class first of April with a home or uh, HSI mm-hmm. red dot. And um, they're all week, and then we're doing some shooting on the move on the on Thursday. And when the instructor comes up, he'd already seen the the gimp with my right foot dropping and all. Mm. He's like, oh, "You have problems there." I noticed when you um when you were shooting backwards when we were doing that a drill where they have uh one two three four five uh, stations and mm-hmm. barrels the super X I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you start at the center. It's two hands. Yeah, you move back. To the right side barrels, however you want to do it. And yeah. then you come around the barrel, if it's right side, it's yeah, right yeah. side hand, go over, you know, back to the center, boom, from the left, boom, left hand only. He says, when you're when you're walking backwards, you're up on the balls of your foot. And hey, I'm explaining and he had trained with Craig. Mm. And he goes, Oh, yeah, okay. So um told me a little story when he was in <clears throat> he says Rangers, but it's a little bit higher up the chain than that. I got you. And, I got you. and a tag and he's talking, yeah. he had a section sergeant. He's like, Cause they're teaching the, you know, heel toe walk or um, mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. Ball toe yeah. walk for shooting on the move. He said, mm-hmm. he had a sergeant that had something similar and he would basically tiptoe. He was walking on the balls of the feet forward. And mm-hmm. he's like, it was the weirdest thing. He said we were hitting a house and he's moving and the way he was moving is fast enough, but he was able to keep his sights to steady. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't pull my toes up on this right foot to get that to the heel. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? So yeah, I'm the same thing. I'm walking up and down the house down there air gun here looking at my thumb yeah. making sure it's not jumping around i'm like right. i've got to worry this this is it it's interesting which i'm like same thing it takes one person who's seen something experienced something boom they change it and it's like 
thank God. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I so I did a dynamic pistol course with my friend uh, Dustin Wright, super good guy, mm-hmm. man, former military, lem bang bang, nice, um, good dude, man, and um, does the EP stuff now, and I, I teach a tactical trauma med course for him, but. Cool. One of the things he did is like he had a cup of water and you had to hold the cup of water as you walk, right? The heel mm-hmm. toe. And, but what he said is, uh, uh, I had this mug from Cabela's that has a gun as the handle, <laughs> right? And I'm like, hey, man, if I use this gun, like, cause you, it, you can hold it more like a, like a gun, mm-hmm. right? And, and like, you just keep that water from spilling. He's like, oh, man, yeah, that's the way to go right there, you know? But Smart. like, yep. I totally got that from him and it was just awesome. Mm-hmm. And it works. And, and that's what you got to find the people. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That are going to prove you, help you, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what I'm always looking for. Yeah. Wait once. There you are. Yeah, sorry. Oh, it, oh. The old the, the what I had from recording earlier, like oh. it shot over the thing because it was converting <laughs> it to video. Uh. And like I, I could see is like a little little me there. So I'm like <laughs> I'm all over the place with you today. <laughs> uh, we are. <laughs> More questions. I know you had questions and we're just I like can. all over the world with I do one. actually. So, Ask them. Let's try you, to stay on topic. <laughs> yeah. What do you what do you carry as your EDC? Like do you have like a set, like you know, like you what what do you look for for permissive and non-permissive environment? I know you've got a little more of leeway with permissive or versus non-permissive, you know, because law enforcement, I guess. Right. Um, well, for the better part of 19 years, 18 years, we carried SIG 229s. Mm-hmm. So and 357 SIG, which, yeah, so we're going to shoot one in an airplane and shoot the bad guy, kill him and rupture every eardrum within range. So, yeah, that's a, that's an odd round for inside of yeah, aircraft. but. Yeah, there's a story behind that, but, <laughs> but um, we've transitioned over last year to Glock 19s, uh, so I'm right into that. For years, I really like uh, a limb trigger system mm-hmm. um, for off duty or even off duty because it allows gives you gives you that margin error and shooting yeah. double action, double action, single action for years. And prior to that, double action only. Mm-hmm. It gives me that margin error if I'm punching or you're going to punch. I have to punch shoot out. someone, and they go from being a threat to this mm. that longer trigger 
trigger press gives me time to get off that sugar. And yeah. so off duty, I was carrying an HKP 2000 SK Ooh, with nice. a limb set up uh, the uh, the Tidal Greenway the way he mm-hmm. liked it. And I really like it. I actually tend to shoot that better. And I tend to shoot double action better than single action. Right. Um, so block 19s, but now I've kind of transitioned over to a, uh, a SIG 365 XL oh, for so my off duty. Um, I tried the Glock 48 and I was liking it. And then mm. I ran it in a competition and it was squirming in my hand like a mm. fish. And I'm like, what on earth? And like, it was instant, put it down and then pick it back up. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I want something slimmer, smaller. So I finally broke down, got a 365 XL, and I've been carrying that the last few months. Oh, it's a sexy I, I really like it, um, especially that size package and 12 mm-hmm. rounds, 13 yeah. rounds with the one in the chamber. And I'm like, yeah, and then you know, we got a holster coming for my Enigma to put on there, carry it. That would go under. I really like the Enigma for uh, like uh, going to the gym or whatever. Yeah. It just put it under my workout clothes. I haven't yeah. got into it as much as some people under uh regular street clothes i guess it just, yeah because again like you said i've got some leeway i don't have to wear a coat and tie yeah I don't have to conceal it or i don't have to be in an mpe type environment um, yeah you know I, if something does you know from somewhere i have creds and i get me out of it like a t-shirt and jeans i just uh a regular like keeper's concealment holster or jix yeah. kind of what i picked up recently was the tentacore certum Oh, for, nice. Uh, for that 365. And I like the size of it. It gives me enough grip yeah. on the on the gun. But I got 12, 13 rounds. But it's small. It's flat. And it just disappears. Yeah. And then I carry a, a backup 15-round magazine just in case. Oh, nice. You know. uh, I'm a big clinch pick fan. Yeah. I went almost every day, everywhere. I got to get a clinch um, pick. I gotta, that's why my next purchase is a clinch pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been, uh, uh, yeah, 2007, I had a friend of a friend that had a, uh, Trace Rinaldi, uh, I think it's a Gen 2, mm-hmm. it's a different grind from the original one, um, design one I got for 75 bucks. Oh man. Yeah. That was my first clinch pick. And then after a while I realized, oh, uh, yeah, this one needs to go over here and mm-hmm. stay put up. <laughs> right, right. And then with the China picks, I carry those. I got two or three of them I carry. And I sent one to Inwent several years ago of uh, Special Circumstances mm-hmm. Incorporated, and he flattened it and, and stippled or the texture on the grip. And, nice. You know, and so it's a real lay fat, flat. And then uh, keep, when Spencer was, Spencer Keeper was still making a sheath for it, I got one of those. That was pretty nice. much the sheath again. Then um, the sheath that Cecil designed for it with JM or John Tony Mayer of JM Custom Kydex. Mm-hmm. Um, that takes a little bit longer to put on, so but that's a really good one. I'll wear that one. That really conceals and keeps it flat. Nice. Um, and then since the the episode with Cash Haggard, I've got one mm-hmm. of his imps. And um, yeah. That I've been carrying some. Actually, that's what we've been taking over and showing on uh, the flight attendants of what would possibly be on a plane. Yep. Yep. Because I, yeah, I went to Letterkenny Live carrying uh, the what I got from Cash. And man, it's a, you know, like I went through a metal detector and the wand. And, you know, I'm just like, mm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's like, mm, and I'm looking like so I'm looking at that grack on. I'm like, yeah, I got a long list of people to cuss about money. But then Daryl Bucky, well, and Spencer. 
Yeah. And Bryce, I got three or four friends who are like, <laughs> all they do, they turn around and point out the Raptors when I start complaining about people influence me to buy stuff and I have to shut up because <laughs> like $150,000 on three people. And I just like, and then their wives or girlfriends like, yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, no, just little stuff. I like the little stuff that can be concealed to carry on person really good. Yeah. Um, I've really taken to carrying a sap and jack a lot in my back mm. pocket. Yeah. Um, just especially a sap. I just really like them. You know, again, getting them in position are pretty easy. If, if I get out of the phone and pay attention and, you know, being able to use one of those, you know, better than hitting here where there's always a chance you break something if you hit yeah. someone with a fist. Yep. And I'm going to hit somebody with a fist. It just not, I'm not going to hit with a palm hill. It's yeah. going to be a fist because that's what I've done for. A long time <laughs> yeah yeah man so yeah you know, i've got i think i posted it was probably about a year year and a half ago i got this weird little it was a palm sap i played with it a little bit i have it but like it's got the leather ring it's so big though it's hard to keep in your pocket it's so heavy but right but i, I played with it a little bit like just but i'm like man you get a good cup and a smack and like it's like a poop i i, I wish i had a little bit smaller one than mm-hmm. the one i have it's it's probably about two inches in diameter so it's pretty large Right, right, you know, hard to, I don't know, to get on your finger and deploy. I guess right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would like a smaller one, but I've it'd be interesting like, to play with more. Yeah. Rectangular ones that are probably about that big, maybe inch mm-hmm. and a half, maybe less. That just sit over there, and yeah, you hit someone with like that, an open hand palm strike mm-hmm. to the side of the head, the ear. That that fights over, especially if you rotate your hips Ooh, into it yeah. like you should. Boom. Yeah. Mm. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, in fact, one of the guys I trained with, I don't know if you have heard of a Mick Koo out of England. Um, C4? C2 combatives? Mm. Um, he did some secret squirrel stuff uh, with a secret squirrel unit in mm. Ireland. <laughs> right, right. And um, he has some interesting take on it. And uh, he was big. And his thing is, you know, fights go like fuck, GLF. Mm-hmm. What do we do when we box, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu? Bump, back off. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a fight. A fight is yap, 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 boom. Someone hits the other person. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in a bar in England, it's usually someone picking up a mug or a bottle and slamming it in your face. Mm-hmm. Or a Scottish so was, kiss with the headbutt. Mm-hmm. He was big on having a short game that was better than your opponent's long game. And he like mm-hmm. loading up and transferring all his energy in into an overhand mm-hmm. and over and transferring all that energy so much in into that overhand that you come up on your front foot as you mm. rotate into it. Mm. And he acknowledged that if you miss, <laughs> you're going to be in a bad position, but yeah. if you train enough and hit and learn how to transfer all that energy, Oof. You know, the fight's over. You yeah. Know? Now you had that with a sap or a jack or that palm slap, mm. palm sap, same thing, just hit them and boom. Now, hit someone, this um, legal climate might not be the best thing. Yeah. Because if you hit someone hard in a bar or somewhere and they bounce their head off something. Yeah. 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 So that's why if I'm going to do some, even if I was going to take an initiative of someone and, and I figure I'm going to go ahead and fight them, I, I would default. I hit that default cover drive and mm-hmm. then start working that stand up. Yeah. Grappling. You know, I like, you know, get that duck under to the back and sitting out to a takedown, mm-hmm. you know, sit out to that. So if I'm going to my left, sit out to my right hip, sit down, and yeah. just coming up. And that puts, as we get it out, pull that leg up and just come over. They're on their, they're basically on their side. I got a side mount from their back. You know, yep. then, you know I can control them from there. If 
if I do need to hit them, I can start dropping those elbows on the side back of the head. Yeah. Uh, I can control them, wrap them, you know, gift wrap them and hold them, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. that's, that's how I like to take the initiative, you know, yeah. nowadays. And I think that's, man, you make a, a, a great point too. Cause like, you think about, well, I think it was a Varg Freeborn talked about, you know, he was in defending his life against a couple of different guys with a knife and he still went to prison for it. Right. And so, mm. because I, you know, the, the general public or a, or a jury is not going to look at a blade. They're going to look at like, Oh, that's up close and personal. And that's a mm-hmm. very, it's a nasty close. And it is right. But I mean, if you need it, you need it. I, you know, I'm not going to, but I, right. I, I get, I'm reticent about putting any sort of knife work on because like, I mean, that's something that could be pulled off Instagram and used against me in a court of law. Cause I'm like, I defended myself mm-hmm. with a blade, you know, and like, yeah, you know, it, it, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. The approach to knife work I take is uh, flat, flat out stole it from Craig is to get you off you off me and keep yeah. me keep you off me that yeah. way I just keep putting that blade in your face where you decide you know I'll go find that rabbit and leave this porcupine alone yeah you know it's not to be knife fighting um, yeah. it's not to you know to shank someone do the prison you know jab grab and stab or, or yeah. to take out centuries it's mainly i've gotten a position a definite position i need to get out yeah and a blade allows you to do that yeah really you does. know you got someone's got top mount or a good side mount whatever and that allows me i can cheat that blade out start hitting mm-hmm. them working them over break contact and start x felling out trying to get out and get yeah. them off me while i do that where it gets too too costly for them to keep chasing me yeah. You know, add that in with some verbalization, stay back, you know, back mm-hmm. fuck up, whatever you want to use, you yeah. know, and, you know, and, and paint them as the aggressor as much as possible. But I totally yeah. understand about what post on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I get that in this legal climate. Yeah, man. And that's the thing is you've got to think about those things, right? Because that's mm-hmm. that was like uh, Tony Blower talks about the three fights. That one before where you're like, oh, shit, am I getting in a fight? And you're, mm-hmm. the, thir- the second fight is, oh, I'm in a fight. And that third fight's that legal fight on the back end where, like, you know, you're mm-hmm. justifying to whether it's my department or whether it's, law, you know, law enforcement. Like, hey, you know, and it's a lot of guys who are like, well, it was self-defense. Like, ah, that was mutual combat player. Not <laughs> You squared off with somebody. That's mutual combat. That's not. Yeah. Well, that's why I like that high compressed fence and talking to people in the default because, mm-hmm. you know, regardless yeah, of what happened, yeah, hey, it's talking to people, placating, there's placating hands, you know, if you're not comfortable with that, church hands, clap hands, you know, mm-hmm. these look, they're benign. And mm-hmm. we both know I can blast into something real quick if I need to or hit yep. the default if I need to. But yep. when it comes to this right here, people recorded it. That's that's all that's going to be played. Yep. You know, and they see you try to talk someone down and, you know, it's going to go a long way. You know? Oh, yeah. Man, end up man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. yeah I'm like, very conscious of that. You yeah. Know? And, and you have to be if you're just if you're a thinker. Right. You know, that's yep, uh, yep. what is it? What did I think was it? Cliff says thinkers, not shooters. Thinkers before doers. Thinkers before doers. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. It's like it's mm-hmm. but it's so true, man, because like you've got to think about a lot of these things. Especially, and the more you train, the more you got to like. As much as you want to John Wick things, <laughs> like, and that, and that would be great if that's possible, right? But uh, you know, right. it's like, but you know, it, it's like everybody says, or well, people who are smart say, right? You win one hundred percent of the fights you don't get in, exactly, right? You know, and like, I just, love yeah. that phrase. And yeah, it, it, I, I hammer that home. Uh, if someone comes to train with me and they're looking for self defense versus just straight jujitsu. Mm-hmm. That's one thing we start off uh, the muck, the pre-assault indicators, mm-hmm. you know, and this, and then default cover, and then we work those, and then 
they want to add in, start adding in tools. We started adding tools, but everything starts with that muck. Let's, yeah. let's, let's avoid this fight. Let's get out of our phone. Let's see. And I teach people how you can screw around on your phone and still pay a layer. And basically it's this. If I'm be sitting over here, look yeah. around, look up. Okay. Well, I've walked through airports like that. Whole airport, yeah. Every three, four steps, look up, glance around. Yep. And the thing is, bad guys don't know that you're doing that out on the coffee, walking across the square in some town, and you're looking down, and you look up, look around. Mm-hmm. They don't know what if you're looking for them or whatever. All they see is that head moving. They're like, let me go get the person who's really sucking that phone. As yep. Greg says, task fixated yep. on what they're doing and not paying attention. And, yep. and as long as you get that head up and look around, you will see eventually yeah. anything coming for you, coming bad. Um, it's just when you get sucked in it all the time. I tell people, if you want to learn about patterns, just go to a square or someplace or the mall, mm-hmm. get a cup of coffee, a soda, whatever, sit there and just watch. Yep. Just watch. Just open your eyes. And what am I looking for? Whatever. What do you mean? Just go watch. Look. After a while, you'll start seeing a certain pattern and that the majority of people going from my left to my right at mm-hmm. a leisure place. The ones coming to the right to left, same thing. And all of a sudden, I got someone right to left moving fast, whether it's a fast walk, running. That's not a pattern for what's going on. Yep. Just just, just go and develop and look for those, you know? Yep. Yeah, it's, man. It's, uh, we get so caught up in, we got to do this. Man, yeah. Just relax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just exact, it, it just relax and, and observe. Because that's one of the things I always talk about is like, look, I just look around, get a combat site picture, I look down a task. Right? You look back up, you know, you know, and I always reference it when I teach tactical med stuff because I'm like, hey, you know, if you're addressing a threat, right? Did you did you gotta put a tourniquet on you or somebody else, right? But you want to be still addressing those threats, like combat site picture, go back to task, combat site picture. Mm-hmm. One of the things I was like, I was like, look, we all text and drive though, we shouldn't, right? But what do you do? You look at the text, you look up, you look at the text, you look up. And I'm like, hey, sort of the same thought process, you know, that's that's how I always kind of preface it. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. You know, like Craig says, is an, his, his, he used that example of driving too for mm-hmm. situation where, you know, we're driving, mm-hmm. we're here, we see someone, you know, we're driving, we see someone about to run, it looks like they're going to run out of the side from, you know, across the street in front of us, we go, mm-hmm. boom. And yeah. then we see they stop, so we go back here. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's the way to do it. I mean, you know, they also, I don't know if he told you the story about the guy talking years ago about how switched on they all. He never, never missed anything, paying, you know, you know, standing around in a group, five, six, seven guys. And he's talking this, talking this. And Craig's on the opposite side of the group. And they're, you know, kind of, he's talking about, picks up a rock, kind of tosses it in his hand, slowly works his way around the group, stands up to the guy. <laughs> and it's kind of winter. So there's coat, puts it in his pocket, yeah. walks back around. The guy missed the whole thing. Yeah. Craig did it slowly. Yeah. He did it like a, like a, a wild lion stalking up on the deer very slowly while this guy was pontificating about it. And then he said something. He says, yeah, I'm always social. Really? Did you see me put that rock in your, your pocket? You know, put a rock in my pocket. Yeah, check your left pocket. There's a rock in there <laughs> in front of everybody. And it's just like, ah! you know, and, you know, and stuff like that, you know. Maybe I should stop taking myself so serious. <laughs> yeah, man. That's the thing. what I do serious, but not me. And I've never been one to take myself serious. I'm pretty self-deprecating. <laughs> yeah. The same. I mean, I'm the same too. And I always think like, and there's a little bit of vanity in that too, because I don't want to be the situational awareness guy that gets caught unaware. Right. So I work, you know, like I, I'm like, well, I got to practice what I preach. Right. It's because, you know, you see any number of guys who like talk about things and you see like, look, this guy's at the same guy you know, like in no, real life, you know, and, no. and I just, I want to practice what I preach, you know, and like figure out what works, what doesn't work. You know, it's like, 
like they said, in big trouble in little China. Like, you know, it's like a salad bar. We'll take what works and leave the rest. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That reminds me of the uh, um, Bruce Lee quote train everything, takes what you take, take what's useful, discard the rest, you know? Yeah. And that's what you got to do. You know, and that's what I do. And then, you know, people always talk about being switched on. And then I go, well, do you have kids? Well, yeah. Oh, are you ever out in public with them? Well, yeah. How old are they? Oh, well, you know, eight and five. Oh, are you always fixated on them? Or are you fixated on what's going around you? Are you looking around and not paying attention to them? Or are they throwing temper tantrums every once in a while because you dip by them that toy they want? And you yeah. get focused on that for 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, and then you just see that the gears start turning in their life. Mm. Oh, and, you know, yeah. and it's not to be. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cruel. It's not yeah. to humiliate them. It's just, let's, let's, let's think. Maybe we should be careful with what we say and how we say it. And- yeah. Be realistic, you know. I've got a couple of lady students that have young kids, you know. Working muck with them is an interesting challenge. You know, mm. how do they do it? You know, are they walking around with the kids on both one kid on each hand or maybe you tra- chain them? Yep. You know, and, yep. and chain them here on your, your sports side so you can still get to your pepper spray and mm-hmm. use them, you know. Have them have a code, code phrase or whatever. Hey, grab the back of mommy's belt or pants. Yep. And be able to work the angles and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just there's so much. I mean, you know, yeah, I want to be the uh, the cool tactical switched on guy. But yeah, yeah, but this is yeah. <laughs> yeah. you put me on a plane with a book, yeah. <laughs> a good book. Yeah, <laughs> I'll look up. Okay, who? I'm gonna see how long they're in the bathroom. Look up and that's not who went in the bathroom just a second ago. Can yeah. tell you how many people in between went. I guess yeah. I shouldn't be telling on myself, but yeah, but I get I, it. I know, yeah. you know, I'd rather use me and my mistakes as an example. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Yeah, that's hey, exactly I, I, do. I screw up. I do it all the time. I just, you know, <laughs> I get it, man. God damn it, I man, I love talking to you. We have to do this more often, man. Yes, we, we do. Should, I'm gonna we get have like there. a like a, we have to have like some special name, like I don't know, Sundays with a guy or. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Hey, I'm up for it, but I'm not sure if your listeners are. <laughs> well, man, I'm excited that you're coming down in August. I, that's, yes. I didn't know. I had no idea, man. That's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, Cecil's within a decent drive. Well, hell, I drove down to McAllen one year to back him up in a Cecil. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got down at the drive back. I'm like, yeah, you're like, what am I thinking? Uh, why did I do that? And I got, and I forced, I should have stopped in Austin after we left. We went oh, yeah. to dinner. I dropped off the airport. I headed out. And yeah. I just got to Austin. I was so tired, but it's like, oh, come on, it's yeah. only three more hours. So, yeah. yeah, I can make it. <laughs> yeah, big yeah. mistake. Yeah. Stopped at that, uh, what is it, the Bucky's? Is it a Temple? Yeah, yeah, New Braunfels. Yeah. Oh, no, there's yeah, one, there's, yeah, there's one, one north. Yeah, yeah, one north. Stopped there at like midnight, and I'm like, oh, gosh. <laughs> but now I'm stubborn. <laughs> now it's like, yeah. get home tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goddamn uh, Bucky's. They got me <laughs> the one coming out of Houston the other day. I was, uh, I, I was like, Oh, that sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit looks really, really good. Oh. Two sounds even better. And I was like, after this, I was like, what have I done? Oh, I still got to drive. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I want to lean back and take a nap. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. It's like, well, you have, still have like a, uh, what is it? Shit, I think it up. Um, it's in Turkey. Fuck, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, it's so when you eat turkey. Oh, um, tryptophan. Tryptophan. I'm like, well, they put tryptophan yeah. in this? Like, I'm like, uh, uh-huh. Think of that. Yeah, but uh-huh. I was like, Oh, yeah, so I done. It's just I like I love Bucky's, but I don't stop during busy time. I pull up yeah. and look. Uh, no, nope, I'm not stopping there. Yeah, and and honestly, they run a good organization. You know, they do. They uh, do just how fast they can get you in and out and stuff. It's amazing. They but, got way too much food for me to buy, and they have too yes. many impulse oh, buys. Yeah. Because they had a sale on Pelican coolers. I'm like, that's a small cooler. I need a new cooler. It's, <laughs> than, it's like a little 14 quart. I'm like, oh, that'd have been perfect for this trip. I need uh, this. And I'm like, uh, God damn you, Bucky! I want. They have the the uh, the wood racks, yeah, you know, yes. the, the firewood racks. Mm-hmm. I always and it's always I'll go there. And I just look at them for five minutes on every stop and I'm debating and do I have room? Can I get in the truck? <laughs> I know, man. I know. And then it's like, uh, and then I drive by and it's like, oh, well, there's that Bucky's right next to the speedway yep. <laughs> up here. And I'm like, nope, keep going. <laughs> That's how they get uh, you. Oh, oh man, they got the stuff. They I know, it. man. And they have these uh, these uh, spicy saltines. And I'm like, mm-hmm. somebody had them at work like a year ago. I still remember it. I'm like, uh-huh. I was there, like, I was coming on one in Houston. I'm like, all right, let me get some spicy saltines. Right? <laughs> <laughs> God damn you, Bucky's. <laughs> oh, man. It's good stuff. Oh. It's good yeah. stuff. Too lazy to drive to the Bucky's right now. So, <laughs> yeah. No, oh, I wait, get it, wait, man. wait. I forgot. There's one up by Denton now. It's not that far. No, oh, is there? Far. I didn't know that. Yeah, they opened one. It's up on 35E. Um, going into Denton. Uh, oh, God. Something School Road. It's right there off. Um, it's on the, you're going north so on the west side of it, I 35E. Oh, I got just in Denton. Yeah. Man, I lived in Dallas for about a year. I lived off of Haverwood, off the tollway, uh, going towards Plano, <laughs> right? I worked in the Galleria. Uh, you know, like, I'd pass that Papa Do's every day and I'm like, Papa Do's. Uh, uh, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Might be a seafood bit. Thank you. And I'll think about that. <laughs> Man, I love Cajun food anyway, though. But I'm like, damn it. Mm, I do too. Uh, well, I like guinea food, to be honest. Yeah, uh, same. same like, man. Okay, here we go. Yeah. That was the best part traveling internationally, man. Oh, I bet just so. trying different so. stuff. And then we find our, our favorite restaurants in certain cities and we go there and <laughs> yep. ah, damn it man i oh i would just go berserkers it's like just like uh, really good food i'm just like all right i gotta p- pace myself because uh, like damn it i'll just go off the rails 
Mm-hmm. It don't come off like it used to when we were younger either. Oh, no. <laughs> I, you know, uh, I, I found um, following a lot of stuff that Paul Sharp does and Larry Lindemann talks about like the intermittent fasting. So yeah, you yeah absolutely. Day, you cut back tomorrow, you know, li- live and enjoy life, but yeah, pay the price the next day instead yep. of, you know, oh, well, I blew this whole weekend, so I'm going to just keep eating the way. Cool. Yep. Okay. I, Cecil comes in town. We eat. Yeah. <laughs> we go and eat and um and but then we like uh during the day we'll fast on the, but on friday night and saturday night and yeah. Sunday before he flies out we'll go and, and, and chow down and you know yeah and you know, there's something just like good friends like that fellowship and just mm-hmm. having like a just a, just a meal where you're just like you know what just gonna enjoy it man and just mm-hmm. go i just off the rails i i love that i love mm-hmm. that just that the the conversation the the food they're just like let's just like well, we're just it. meet so many good people. And I just flat out, whether it's combatives or shooting classes, I've never been somewhere where I'm just like not worried about stuff getting stolen. Yeah. It's generally, you know, and I know, and you know, there's always the oddball or the chance, mm-hmm. but I just leave stuff laying around, stuff, you know, guns and equipment and gear and yep. go yep. use the restroom or go grab something to eat or drink and don't even think twice about. Oh, I need to secure it up. Yep. Yep. No, uh, no, I won't no, do that no. in a police station, but, <laughs> 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 but you know, an organization. Yeah. Oh, I got a locker. Uh, lock that lock. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, only got Derrida in there and a t-shirt. Yeah. I'm locking that lock. Cause that'd be gone tomorrow. Yep. Um, <laughs> I know, man. I know. Range or combatives or jujitsu. Don't worry about it. Only thing I only thing I worry about in like jujitsu is, um, not being able to secure a weapon because kids are around it. Yeah, yeah, no, I get and that. Just I like, get that. So that's the only place I worry about it. So. God damn, man, Ooh. that's good stuff. Right? <laughs> All right, brother, I'm gonna get out here. Actually, I've been okay. fasting until now, so I'm gonna eat a little something. Yep. Hit the I gym. Know. Sounds good. Appreciate man. it, man. Thank brother, you. It was absolutely amazing, man. Incredible conversation. I'm glad we got to drill down on some stuff. Yeah. We're gonna do it again. I'm. I Sounds can't good. Wait to see it August, man. But we'll talk we'll again. Before I'm looking that. forward to it. Cool. God damn, it's amazing. All I'm right. stoked you're coming. I did not know, man. <laughs> Cecil's gonna spring it on me. I'm like. Oh yeah. uh, Well, I probably get a call a week before. Hey, you're coming down, right? (laughs) 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 Yeah. He knows. knows. We'll get Cliff to come down too. Hell yeah. Yeah. If he's in town. Yeah. He teaches Fletzy now. So yeah, he's well, yeah. He teaches at Fletzy and, and also he got a pretty good gig there. Yeah, and ain't too much around that. Cause I did my Contoms class at, uh, at that Fletzy in Georgia. And I'm just like other, uh, after you go to Sally's cop shop, it's kind of <laughs> you're like, that's uh, about it. And then Pam's. Yeah. You got yeah. a, a, a sojourn to Pam's, but I don't think I, I was been terrified of a Walmart until I walked into that Walmart <laughs> in Glencoe, in Brunswick there. <laughs> yeah. on Friday afternoon at 4 PM. Right. And, scared myself and i'm like this is 1 a.m walmart in charlotte what the is going on here and i'm right, like right. staying out of that that's the last time i went in that walmart because <laughs> i'm not wish, i'm not sure where these things came from and don't want to be an alien experiment so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn it that's yeah great yeah <laughs> oh man but it's All been right, amazing man. man dude we'll do it great. again Thank you. um you do thing yeah. you know, look uh also we'll stop recording and then i want to let's talk about that sap and blackjack okay but with uh, alex right yeah alex hands on yeah yeah all right we'll talk about that man all right, all right brother. sounds good say bye to everybody hey man thank you have a good one thanks brother bye thank you. bye 
That was my conversation with the very awesome Guy Schnitzler. It was an honor to be able to sit down with Guy and just learn. He was one of the most humble, gracious guys I've had the opportunity to speak with. I touched on it during my conversation with Guy, but the common thread of being a thinker first and understanding concepts before techniques takes an entirely different mindset in combatives as opposed to that of a sport, the sport martial arts. It's something I find fascinating, but later this week I'll be releasing an interview I did with Michiel, I hope I pronounced that right, Mulder of Urban Combatives Netherlands. And again, you'll see this common thread of being a thinker first and how important mindset is over techniques and tactics, as well as letting go of ego. And again, huge thanks to Guy for his time and the ability to just pick his brain. You can find him on Instagram at either Guy underscore Schnitzler or at uh, also on Instagram, DFW Defensive or his website, dfwdefensivetraining.com. If you have the opportunity to train with him, do it. You won't be disappointed. You absolutely won't be disappointed, man. Again, huge thanks to Guy. So, And speaking of high-speed guys who are thinkers, you know what's up? Our boy, Patrick Odell of Modern Civilian Combat, will be back here in Austin for their Master of Defense Seminar, July 2nd and 3rd at Cooper MMA up in North Austin. You get more details by going to Patrick's website, mccdefense.com. You can sign up. If you haven't had the opportunity to train with Patrick, you are absolutely missing out. Also coming up in Austin, also at Cooper MMA, uh, in August, Cecil Birch of Media Action Combatives will be here 19th, the August 19th, 20th, and 21st for his seminar, Media Action Combatives, combines wrestling, jiu-jitsu, and boxing in a weapons-based environment, and it will make you much harder to kill. You can get better understanding of the course by going to Cecil's website, IA Combatives. You can also sign up there, and as I said earlier in the show, Guy Schnitzler will, Schnitzler will be there to help Cecil teach. That's two heavy hitters to train with for the price of one, so secure your spot today, kids. Also, speaking of Sean Cooper of Cooper MMA, I get a lot of people hitting me up for advice on getting their kids into some kind of training. And my first recommendation is always Sean Cooper, a literal cornerstone of the Central Texas BJJ and MMA community. He's having a youth summer camp for ages 6 through 12 with two different sessions. The first is June 6th through the 10th, 9 a.m. to 12 noon. And the second session is July 11th through 15th from 9 a.m. to noon. Each session is 150 bucks. Uh, it, can buy, it has grappling, fitness, and it's it's an incredible it's it's to be an incredible camp for kids, man. You can sign up at coopermma.com or you can call 512-335-0800 for more details. Sean Cooper is my first BJJ coach and one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He also has one coming up with Master Clever Luciano, which will be here in Austin June 8th and 9th. The 8th is a kids from 5 to 6 p.m. is a kids gi seminar and from 7 to 9 on the 8th is the adult gi seminar and then June 9th there's an adult no gi seminar from 7 to nine. If you haven't had a chance to do a a course or like a seminar with uh, with Master Clever, it's absolutely amazing, man. Such a nice guy. I can see why he and Sean get along so well, man. I uh, Sean gave me my blue belt actually when Clever was here a few years ago because I'm a Hammenegger. But man, Sean, like I said, he's my he was my very first BJJ coach and one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. His school is up in North Austin. Has a wide variety of classes including BJJ, MMA, Muay Thai, boxing, and conditioning. And man, just a super great place to train. Incredible people. A lot of guys, a lot of high-speed guys come out of there. You can get all the happenings and sign up for training from Sean at coopermma.com. And again, I have no financial affiliation to Sean. He's just incredibly good people. And you know, whatever I can do to promote him and his school, just he's good people. If you've met him, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that said, please support those who support me, Alpha Omega Kydex Holsters, Apostles Firearms Academy, and Active Carry Technologies. And don't forget, I got that Distinguished Savage merchandise for your fine ass over on the Teespring website 
Just search Distinguished Savage Podcast on Teespring. See the various this, that's, and the others, hoodies, t-shirts, the El Savaje t-shirt that's pretty popular. It's awesome. I would say, instead of getting the regular t-shirt, get that, uh, I think it's like the tri-blend. It's it's super soft. It's actually awesome. Uh, get mugs, stickers, all that yada yada. You want to rep your boy? If not, go take a look, see what's up. But if you don't want to buy anything, man, please, no hard feelings. I just appreciate you guys taking the time to listen and going on this journey with me. It's absolutely incredible. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you've got questions, comments, concerns, root comments, uh, guest recommendations, please hit me up. You can reach me on Instagram at Distinguished Savage, or you can email me at Walt at the You can also find me on the Twitters at TDS ATX all caps. Something I forgot to put in the copy, but I want to mention it real quick. If you get a chance, go to surreptitious, surreptitious, underscore, services, underscore. They have a covert entry class coming up June 11th. I'll be there. They These guys were nice enough. I want a free spot on that. It's 150 bucks, and you get a free set of uh, lock picking tools. It's an uh, eight-hour course, or well, it's 9 a.m. until you are tired of learning shit quite actually it's at the dooryard in san antonio again it starts at 9 a.m june 11th man check those guys out they're going to be here on the podcast in a few days Uh, they're coming down or driving up i guess i should actually say from san antonio super excited to have those guys on i'm going to do a before and after i'm fascinated by lock picking as i mentioned my cousin has been a locksmith for years he does uh he's in roxburgh north carolina scott spencer absolute lock and key super solid dude big shout out to that guy i have no financial affiliation with that guy either i just love him we've been friends since we were kids we split up together so same age be super good dude it's a great locksmith and security service he does like closed circuit cameras locks he does locks for for prisons and jails that guy does it all man absolutely incredible wealth of knowledge every time i go back home i and i, I get get to meet up with him I do. I I just ask him tons of questions about locks and lock picking. All right. That being said, I'll quit rambling. Uh, Also, if you want to support the show, there's a few things you can do. Please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast player you listen on. It really helps me get the show out there. Also, please share with anyone you may think you may feel find uh, value or may dig it, right? So, you know, that other martial artist in your life. But as always, I appreciate you guys take the time to listen, who get in touch with me. I am humbled and honored that you guys give up a little bit of your day to listen to me ramble on. And so I think that is it for today. So with all that said, remember, clothes will make the man or woman. Accessories make the gentleman or lady. But critical thinking skills and a lethal skill set make the savage distinguished by her body. I burst my knee Amarillo. Broke my nose out in Arlington. Cracked a couple ribs in El Paso. I can't even remember San Antonio In this life, it ain't easy This life, ain't for everyone No, this life, it ain't easy But it sure is a lot of fun Met me a sweet little thing down in Houston Said, give me your buckle, baby, i give you a smile I ain't seen her in seven weeks now They say she's carrying my child In this life, it ain't easy In life, ain't for everyone, no 
It ain't easy, but it sure is a lot of fun. Said I wouldn't walk after Lando I was back up in them shoots in Oakland I ran away with a show out in Blanco Yeah, some bad home brings out the best in me In this life, it ain't easy This life ain't for everyone No, this life With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.